place where your love is shared the same For the stories where the hero saves the girl somehow Where the no further friends, the adventure never ends We will save the world somehow In Sunspots Comics now This episode of the Sunspots Comics podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, Pop Up Tea. Check out their huge, mungus, ginormical selection of nerdy, fun t-shirts at popuptea.com. They have a shirt for every nerdy thing you could possibly think of. I'm serious. Use the promotional code SUNSPOTSCOMICS and you'll get 25% off of any shirt order on popuptea.com. Even the clearance stuff, which is already so low in price. But go and check them out and thank you to our sponsor, Pop Up Tea. Go check them out at popuptea.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. This is the Sunspots Comics Podcast. I'm Chris Latore, your host. And joining me, introducing for the first time, is my buddy Kevin Nelson. How you doing, Kevin? Doing good. How are you? I'm excellent, man. Thank you so much for joining me here. Uh, you and I are about to break down Nottingham volume number one. Yeah. Issues one through five, it collects. Yeah, I'm excited, too. Um, let's give the peoples a little sort of backstory, if you will. Let's first jump in, because this is the first time you've been on the podcast. Give me your, like, comic book origin story. I've already known it, but share it with the peeps. All right, well, not a huge comic book person, but (gasps) the farthest back that I can go is walking around the grocery store with my mom. Not sure what age I was, probably 12 or something like that. But um, the Archie comic book series... Like they're available, you know, where the right, where see the magazines stars. and everything, and then there'd be like those comic books, and that's like the only type of comic books I think Stater Brothers or Bonds or whatever <laughs> had in stock. So I don't know what drew me to it. If it was just like the art or just this little tiny booklet, because they were pretty thick. I mean, they were like they weren't, you know, like regular floppy comics that used to seeing yeah so, they're like mostly uh collections right the digest yeah. is i think what they sold yeah, a the lot digest yes. archie digest the archie digest yeah so i don't remember if ever like really reading them nobody i would i mean I would well, make, most people <laughs> i would make my mom Sorry. buy them and then i would just collect them i just had stacks of them oh wow and then i would flip through them you know look at the the art but i wasn't really into reading in those days like you know my mom could tell you about that i was very difficult to sit down and just read a book well even we did, one with pictures nice <laughs> well we could be having a whole diff- different conversation or not one at all if your parents would have let you get anything else at the end of the grocery store from what the inquirer the star uh, you know people <laughs> <Yeah>. magazine <laughs> just think at least you gravitated towards archie comics yes. so thank goodness Ar- archie comics and like video game magazines those were wow. like the only things that interested me i don't know nice. i if, maybe if there was more choices then i would have gone for something else but i had never really gone inside a comic book shop even though there it was one like half a mile away from my house oh wow even less probably. like to this day <laughs> you've really never gone inside a comic book store no that's awesome. i mean i've i've gone inside the one by my parents house mm-hmm. but i think i went for like Pokemon cards or something like that. 
Not comics. Ouch. A little, little, I just, an old scar, like just opened right here on my shoulder. (laughs) But, uh, well, that's cool. I'd like to definitely take uh, you you, to your first and you can, I can experience it in now a different light because I've, again, I'm a pusher of comics and I managed to push them on you. But besides (laughs) Archie, which you really didn't read, you just collected stacks. Do you remember kind of reading your very first single issue comic? Like what it was your first time you read a floppy of something. That was probably more recently. Um, oh. We got like we got a box in the mail full of comics. It was probably to the wrong address, and yeah. I, I opened it up and saw just a box full of comics. It was like just random. I think probably they just got like I don't know if there was like random selections that comic book stores just send to people. Hmm, interesting. But it seemed really random. It was just a bunch of different like older comic books you could tell because some of them were like yellowing you still have this box no oh. i actually i was gonna I say you gave it to the people the it belonged to <laughs> well, no because no. <laughs> i didn't know who they were they it had our address but it didn't have our name yeah so, so claimed you're like no, yeah it's our address it's mine so, <laughs> <laughs> somebody was out of like 10 comics but um i read one of those I can't remember. I think it was a Fantastic Four one. It's the one that I I told you about with like the oh, yes. holographic nineties nineties um, Fantastic Four. Yeah, that's right. It was like, was it nineties or was it like twenty ninety nine or something like that? Okay, yeah, that's still something you know nineties like or two thousand. Yeah, and that, those holographic covers were. I mean, they're still. I thought it was out. really cool because it was holographic. So I thought I was like, this is probably worth money. I'm gonna keep this one. <laughs> oh, nice. But um, it it was all right. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't really a fan of. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Fantastic Four, anyways. So, didn't do it for you. But, the, there's a ton of those yeah. series, the 2099s, and uh, there weren't a lot of them I even stuck with through to the yeah. end. But Spider-Man and Ghost Rider, I remember those kind of vividly. And some of them were just a lot of fun. But uh, I don't remember the Fantastic Four 2099 at all, or if it was any good. So I think uh, it was well. And I like. I've talked to you about this before that. When they do like, like there was like aliens or something in mm-hmm. that one, and it was just a bunch of like alien talk, but then like it's like basically broken English mm-hmm. and really hard to follow. And then the text was written alienish, mm-hmm. so super hard to read. And I was like kept going back and like making sure I figured out <laughs> wow what was going on that alien so. wor- verbiage may have been also to convey like just a confusion because we don't understand what they're saying like it might have been purposefully done or yeah. maybe every fifth word was an english word and the rest of it were symbols and things they do that a lot kind of it was it was really weird because it was just it seemed like it was all in english it was just the font that they used was like trying to make it look alien mm, interesting it was really I don't know. I it, I just ruined it for me. <laughs> if it beyond... would have been in like the regular font, yeah. Even if they did it with that like, you know, alien type language ish slash English, mm-hmm. it would have probably been better. Just so I can like get through it instead of being like, what's yeah. going on? What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> but beyond that, after this uh, kind of a little letdown of a single floppy. Was there anything after that? Like, really? Did you pick up another comic for... Well, after that was the whole uh, Halo graphic novel. Oh, yes, yes. Um, Debacle. 
Yes. Let's get into that a little bit. So <laughs> we uh, before we met um, at our uh, our jobs at Disney, uh, or at uh, you know for for me it's the part time job for you it's full time and uh, <laughs> we work at the Mouse House. We met there, so we've we I've been there for three years and I've known you on and off, but like like this last year we just uh, we yeah. just really connected and and vibed and got to know each other and like I'm so like grateful for you, man. Like as a friend and and thankful for you. Oh, thanks. I'm just glad you're here. And like, uh, it, it, it's a rarity, right? And, and at least it has been in my life where you meet someone and you become really close friends in a short period of time. You just like have these yeah. conversations and we, we find each other to be on the same level and we're just right. Whereas, you yeah, know, we you, definitely, definitely click better because yeah. I mean, even though our job, there's a lot of people that we work with. Yeah. There's, you know, not a huge selection of people that click like that. So I know what you mean. You just kind of <laughs> go, through. I mean, Disney has so many employees. You're right. Like sometimes there's really no time, but I think that when you find someone you do click with, you keep gravitating towards them. And then, you know, it's yeah. either goes somewhere or kind of doesn't. And if for yeah. us, it like quickly sort of, it, it just vibed, it gelled. And, but, uh, Definitely. yeah, man, thanks for coming on and thanks for, uh, being a uh, victim of my comic book pushing. <laughs> so I were like, I, I said, why don't we read something together? If we both like it or it's good slash great, we'll do a pod together. And I could see your eyes go big and you're like a pod, like talk and you'll record it and so on. <laughs> and, uh, and then you've been reading, you've been listening to all the sunspots comics, uh, back issues of the yep. podcast. Um, so it, it is a little weird too, like even to be right now where you are a little strange. <laughs> yes. It's- very weird. Um, <laughs> You're going to listen to yourself in a commute soon because you told me you, you listen to the Sunspots Comics podcast on your commute. It's going to be your own voice piping through your, your truck. Like, that's going to be weird, right? <laughs> yes. I don't, I don't really like my voice. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe I've it'll heard that grow from a on few you. people that it's like hearing yourself speak is just weird. I don't know. Some it people is. like it. I don't know. Not for me. <laughs> it is weird. No, you have a very calming voice. You do. You have a very. It's very calming, very relaxed. Yeah, I like it. And that's that's another just even tiny part of the reason I wanted you on to do a podcast together was your perspective. You're not a heavy comics person and fan, but the things I've been throwing at you uh, for the you know for the most part, you're you're digging. But the Halo graphic novel was the one we we're supposed to talk about on this very podcast. Mm. What happened? <laughs> so, me going into it since you know I'm I'm a pretty big Halo fan and Master Chief fan um mainly because that's basically what the games are centered around obviously master chief is the main character um so i thought the graphic novel that has a giant picture of master chief on the front cover i was like oh this will be a you know stories with him in it Mm -hmm. well he was in one panel in the first story and nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> that was so it crazy. Was, I, I couldn't believe it, it myself. Was like it was pointless. Like that whole first page was pointless. It had nothing to do with like the rest of that issue. Yeah. They just showed him, I feel like, because they had to. And then the, all the rest of them were nowhere to be seen. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, they, they should have almost felt like for the Halo graphic novel, there should have been a disclaimer. They should have just said like, yeah. FYI. Master Chief is barely in this. <laughs> yes. So that is why we are not doing a podcast upon that uh, very thing. 
but uh, or, or made like the cover something else, like yeah. you know, because I'm also now reading volume one, volume two, omnibuses of like the other Halo. Was comics. it Halo Halo Legacy? I believe right. And it was like over three hundred so, pages. Yeah. Halo Legacy, but then there's oh, you finished that like, already. I finished that one, and then yeah. there's like these two other omnibuses, which is like Escalation and some other one. But see, those covers don't even have him on it, or they have like him, but then a bunch of other characters and stuff in the background. Right. So it's not just like this. Right. Is Master Chief? Like we need that. We need like no the one. Master Chief, like the Master Chief story episode yeah. one. Like we need some of that, but. I love. I, I highly respect your. You have a, a sort of another level of uh, completeness. That's not a word. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in your repertoire, <laughs> also not a word. That uh, that I am a completionist as well. But I can I can segment it and I can I can pop in other sort of pieces of media or whatever. Like you go all in until it's done. Like you yeah. have other things you're reading, novels, etc., prose. Yes. And uh, you will sort of, you have to just sort of read one thing at a time. And I, I really respect that. It's kind of inspiring because for me, as a single issue comic reader, like I'll read 20 to 50 different titles a week. Yeah. <laughs> and so you're fragmenting this story all over the place. And I like that you stay singular in your focus and that everything is all Halo. You're going to reach a point where you've completely completed every Halo comic page. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm almost done with the volume two. And then after that, I don't know if there's really any other, like, I mean, I know there's other Halo things. I'm not sure if I'm going to dive into those. But you've, you've, you've read the lion's share with the, with especially legacy at over 300 pages. You've, and the graphic novel you're, uh, I would, if I were to just guess, just from looking up what, how much content Halo has, you're probably 70% done, 60 to 70% done. You're, yeah. You're in what I've looked at, I've got a majority of the stories done. Nice. I think what I haven't read is the most recent stuff, kind of based on the newest video game. Okay. But like these these stories, like I've kind of because the new the other Halo Legacy and the other ones, there's not a whole lot of Master Chief in those two. Oh, man, what are they doing? But Why? The way I'm <laughs> thinking of it is, Master Chief has. His video games, so you know, hours and hours and hours of hours content, of yeah. content right there. So this is kind of explaining, you know, Master Chief is going off doing his thing. This is what's going on elsewhere, where Master Chief isn't with the new Spartan program mm. and what they're doing and what they're focusing on, because they don't know where Master Chief is, like. Yeah, and some of the ones I'm reading, they think he's dead, but nobody's oh, wow. saying where he is. So, so it's that Halo verse they're building. It's really just the whole yeah. universe of Halo. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I definitely want to read more of it and get sort of caught up to you at least on that 300 version. Yeah, the, the Legacy. You should read that one. That so. one's really well done. I mean, the art is really good, and it's just I think all the stories are really well done. I was very pleased with Halo Legacy for sure. Because I remember you talking too about you uh, have the newest version of the Xbox and you have uh, Halo Infinity and you were inspiring me there, pushing that uh, pill upon me as I was saying like comics, comics, comics. 
But I think it's cool <laughs> that even though Halo graphic novel was a stinker, uh, you've yeah. gone so far beyond the the page count of that very thing and consumed <laughs> yeah. so much of Halo. So I, I think that's cool in that way. I, again, push that pill on you and here you are like many hundreds of pages into a comic, yeah. which is cool. I just like that. <laughs> and I hope there's more things I push on you and you push on me. I still want to get an Xbox and get that Halo game so we Definitely can should. sort of talk about <laughs> it. Yeah. But anyway, that's why we're not Nottingham on me. So that's yes. And that's where we let in. That was basically it's my second pick. You went on the Halo tangent, and thankfully, you uh, didn't tell me uh, I want to finish Halo first before we go into Nottingham. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but it was on my mind because I think you were saying like we had. I remember us talking about you wanting or you liked or gravitated to like things uh, that are sort of realistic in nature or have historical elements or even the medieval kind of thing. Not necessarily yeah. fantasy and dragons and power, but something that's based in realism. Did we have that? We did, right? We had that yeah. chat. Yeah, we did. Um, and you you had told me about this. I mean, like going from Halo that is like completely not real. <laughs> yeah, but um, to this, I think when you told me about it, you didn't. it didn't take a lot of like convincing. Oh, for Nottingham? Because, because you know, like Robin Hood... I mean, we all, I mean, most people know about Robin Hood. Yeah. There's been plenty of stories and movies and, you know, about it. But when you told me about how it's it's Robin Hood with a twist. Yeah. That's when it was like. With a twist of lemon. It's a twist. Yeah. Squeeze <laughs> of citrus. No, but yeah, that's. Definitely. I like the different take on the different approach on it. So, because like you've never seen it like in film in that way so yeah. i mean at least i haven't i mean the kevin costner film didn't really even get close to this uh <laughs> no. and what's the newest one with uh jamie fox or something like that that He's, wasn't oh he is i thought he yeah, or i think he he is and then i think that was robin hood oh goodness the newest one with um i think it was the oh yeah the british kid from um that one uh, secret agent movie. Oh yeah, yeah. It. Can't remember that name. Of that movie. But anyway, I think <laughs> Nottingham. It's perfectly then in that regard that it's like uh, in other forms of media where there's a vacuum. Uh, we need a little. We need this treatment of uh, of Robin Hood. But before we jump into, I just wanted to like a, let's quote a quick full disclosure. I am an employee of Mad Cave Studios, <laughs> which is awesome. Shout out to all my. My fellow Mad Cave Studio uh, employees, and uh, but I read this prior uh, to to being employed there. I uh, want to give a shout out to Stephanie at Mad Cave Studios um, for telling me about Nottingham and then sending me issue number one uh, like a pusher, like I am, <laughs> and I was hooked ever since. And before I even interviewed with them, I was up to like issue five or so. So I just wanted to kind of disclose that. But uh, I, I, you know, I. I Found this, and I'm thankful for Nottingham for leading me in a way to being employed at Mad Cave. So I think that's just cool that uh, it's semi-responsible for the reason why I got this awesome job at Mad Cave Studios. Full, so full disclosure there. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted you to legitimately dig to be at least good to excellent in that sort of range, above good, to even be worthy of uh, your time. And so uh, would you say worthy? <laughs> I would definitely say worthy. I mean, even though like I'm very new to comic books, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like I should be scrutinized it a little bit more because, like, first of all, you know, I asked you like, 
how did I read bubbles? <laughs> yeah, that's right. We had that, you had a problem with the halo and you were like, where do I go from here? It was a two page splash. And yeah. I remember that it went uh, horizontally across the top, cutting into this, you know, the other side of the page for the yeah. middle sort of horizontal layer. And you were like, do I go down or do I go to the side? And I was like, yeah, you know, that's true. If you're not really yeah, into comics, you'll be lost. Super confused. This one, luckily, I don't think there's any two page splashes in any of the five issues. There's zero. Yeah. But so it's pretty easy to determine. Good. I'm glad. Well, let's, before we jump in, I want to say uh, what we're doing, of course, is uh, uh, Kevin and I are going to go through page by page of Nottingham, volume number one which covers the first five issues, one through five. It's 148 pages from cover to the back matter. But I, I didn't, it didn't feel like that to me. Did it, when I saw 148 pages, I was like, what? Really? Definitely not. Um, I read it pretty quick. Me too. I think it took me like, you know, it took me probably a couple of days. But <laughs> like, of uh, 48 not. hours of consecutive reading to get through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A word every 10 minutes. <laughs> wow. Um, Your pace is, is bananas. <laughs> lots of distractions here at home. So. Sure, sure. <laughs> no, but it's... It was very good. It didn't feel... Like, I could probably, without distractions, I could probably have read through it, like, a half hour to hour. Nice. To read all that. Because it was just a lot of, like, looking at the art. And I want to say it was at all like it was hard to determine what was happening mm-hmm. or like but you know you still like for me being new like i want to read it and then like appreciate the art and really nice see what's going on per page we'll peel because back that i could you know? probably read all of it in like 10 minutes if i would just read the bubbles and just been flipping through and not even <laughs> like and, looking and that at the as a as a comic book fan that's like blasphemy don't do yeah. that. <laughs> There's well, like a sweet spot in there of where you sort of read and then absorb and absorb and read. Um, yeah. Sometimes I'll go through a page and look at n- not a single bubble and just look at the art and kind of where because I believe that really good storytelling should be should be shown in comics and not just told. Yeah. You should be able to look at each page and the sort of emotion of the characters and so on and know what's happening. Exactly. It's it's a lot different than like because I read books, novels. What are those? They're like the paper <laughs> things, right? With all yeah. the little scribblies with on them. No pictures at all. <laughs> I don't um, know. That just sounds weird. <laughs> so with like with that, it's all up to your imagination to figure out you know what's going on with this. I mean, you still have an imagination, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's still a book, but um, like you're given this amazing art to actually see it and somebody spent tons of time drawing these pages so i feel like it should you should take your time to actually like look and appreciate what's going on in each page each panel agreed my friend agreed before we go too far i want to give everyone a spoiler alert if you haven't read nottingham volume one we are going to spoil stuff we're going to focus more on like how we feel right about a, a panel um, yeah. Then sort of describing it um, panel by panel or um, just really kind of r- telling you the story as we go along. We're definitely going to spoil story points. So just a kind of spoiler alert to everyone. We are going to be going page by page into Nottingham Volume 1. And uh, what would you – I mean I, I this is an adult 
com well not adult adult sounds bad you know what i'm uh, it's it's uh, <laughs> it's not pornographic uh, but it's a rated r or like a hard pg13 so it's rated t13 this is on the back you look would, at the back wow. cover t14 back here okay um i would maybe i don't remember ever seeing really any foul language like bad yeah, you're right you know and then there's blood, obviously. There's yeah. tons and tons of gore. Um, I guess there's no nudity no, either. No nudity. There's yeah. implied. There's a part where it's kind of implied nudity, but um, right. But like for one panel, and yeah. that's it. So I would I would say te- teen is a pretty really? okay, pretty good. All right. I mean, teen as in like. I think a 13-year-old can read it. You think so? Not be okay. traumatized. All right, cool. <laughs> I would have given a little heart. Some of the violence is really brutal. I might have gone a little little on the edge of, uh, you know, like more of, like adult, like R. But I guess I can kind of see. Nowadays, kids are watching all sorts of things. That's true. That's true. The kids are this exposed. This is nothing compared to what's That's on true. TV. <laughs> That's a scary uh, point, but you're but you're right. <laughs> So, uh, all right. So let's. I want to talk briefly. So let's jump into it. Here we go. Nottingham, Volume One. By the way, this is from Mad Cave Studios. Uh, this is uh, writer David Hazan, artist Shane Connery Volk. Which every time I see that name, I think of Sean Connery, and I think of we named the dog Indiana. Um, Shane Connery Volk. Uh, beautiful coloring from Luca Romano. Have to point that out. But uh, also some of the logo designs and the, some of the covers are done by Miguel Angel Zapata, who is a Mad Cave Studios uh, employee. Shout out, Miguel! Um, <laughs> but uh, I want to say the trade press present the trade presentation of this uh, with the kind of parchment look and uh, and the sort of crest that you see right after you turn the page, where the horses are on the two sides, the axes are at the top, and the merry men. That oh, yeah. crest is like screaming to be tattooed. I mean, I'm not yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, I don't have any tattoos myself, but yeah, that would be definitely a very cool one. Maybe we should just do that after this podcast, just get that tattooed on ourselves. <laughs> I like the comic book. <laughs> no, I wanna, you don't want to commit that level? Put some put some ink on you? But I love yeah, it. I love even the 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 credit page is uh, has a the indentation implying of a two-page with uh, Robin Hood on the left-hand side. Yeah. That's just well, This is kind beautiful. of future... To the flash forward to a part, yeah, flash forward to mm-hmm. something later in. The- <laughs> yes, do you see the little black, the little um, paint speckles like they put paint on a uh, on a toothbrush and then sort yeah. of sprinkle it everywhere? I just love that kind of gritty, cool too. feeling that that adds when when so- I, at one time I saw an artist it's dark, you know, yeah, like, like the shadow wow. is spreading. It's like venom, you know, <laughs> like a venom symbiote is growing off of this page, uh, that that well, credits page, with like the crow flying away or yeah, crow it's like it makes that blackness like a being almost, and yeah. you're, you're in the credits page at this point. So I love the tone it's setting. Definitely, this is I, I think it's really cool. And then even Amazing. the second sort of further credit page. Which is, if you go down to the very bottom, the very last person there on that credit page is Stephanie Hidalgo. Thanks again for pointing me the way to Nottingham. So Stephanie's there for Mad Cave Studios. And then uh, tell me what your thoughts are on this part one page. I don't, this is not in the single issue, but that little look there. Sometimes other trades will put the actual hard copy of the first issue, which in this one is the cover of this trade, is the issue number one. But here, this part one, like, I love this. 
Well, it's kind of like, so if you go back to like the last page with Robin Hood and the blackness kind of spreading in, and then you see either Robin Hood or one of his merry men, and he's kind of looking over the soldiers, it just seems like, you know, they're spreading. Yeah. And they're kind of taking over things. It's really, I think it's really cool because they're, in a way, it seems like they're kind of controlling what these people are doing. Yeah, you're right. It's a tease into a little smidge of story, right? You you have the uh, the oppressive, in, 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 I think this is Robin Hood, you know, the oppressive Nottingham, Sheriff of Nottingham, and his sort of soldiers of Nottingham, you know, uh, in, in a village somewhere and where they're about to like break a door down or something. So it's like, yeah. screams like Robin Hood fighting oppression, fighting government oppression. Yeah. And then they but took I also those. I think it's kind of like him kind of controlling it, you yeah, know, right, a little yeah. bit of him causing it, you know, for That's his true. own benefit. I like that interpretation. And they, they Turn, did the. Turning the people to his side by mm. making, you know, making the. The soldiers look like villains. That's so. true. Yeah, yeah, you're good. That that's a good interpretation. I like the red sprinkling again too of the toothbrush paint that's sprinkled yeah. around this. It's adding that. But yeah, you're right. It's kind of maybe he's like controlling it or has his hand over it. You know, this is something his uh, he's in- inspiring to do. Yeah, good point. I like that. Mm-hmm. We'll put that parchment in the background. So then it goes back to sort of re-showing us the uh, this beautiful iconic picture of the Merry Men's. A uh, mask with blood dripping down. It's the this is the uh, sort of first edition issue number Creepy one. Smile. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's got a little <laughs> bit of like uh, I don't know. It has a weird little tinge of this like Jack Skellington feel to me in a way, um, yeah. and and the mask. You know the Jim Carrey and the yeah, Dark Horse mask, comics. Yeah. The mask, that giant grin, is what it reminds me of, and maybe a smidge of a uh, V for Vendetta. You ever see that movie? Great yeah, comic. Yeah, definitely. I- I can get that, especially with like how this the Merry Men are. It's yeah. very, very much like that. V for Vendetta. I think it was Guy Fox, wasn't it? Or Guy, Guy Fox Day was the V for Vendetta mask. I think that's what they called yeah. it. And that reminds me of that. All of those sort of little hints to that, but sitting in this pool of blood and the blood's coming from the eyes and dripping down the teeth. Yeah, super creepy. <laughs> super creepy. And that's, uh, that's also uh, Mr. Volk. Right there, his art, his, his autograph is down at the bottom. So now we're, now we're into the into the comic. Here we go. <laughs> the first page. Well, you know what else? Did you notice this? That are there, uh, Merry Men facial cues? Are the masks a little different for each Merry Men? I, I was going through it again. I'm like, I think they are. They're slightly all a little different. These these you Merry Men masks. I guess we're gonna notice as we're going through because yeah. <laughs> I didn't really pay too much attention to that. Yeah, take a look have. at that. But um, that would that would kind of make sense, you know. They give them their own identity, kind of. Yeah, a bit. we'll peel that onion a little. And p- panel yeah. one, page one. There's something I think is a kind of an homage to Venom. The way this Merry Man his is kind of that black hole in his face where the hood is is darkening him, and you just see the sort of shiny teeth. That almost yeah. reminds me, if Venom's tongue was coming out of there, you'd be like, oh yeah, it's Venom. <laughs> I think it's a little hint to Todd McFarlane and how he did uh, Venom. He'd always kind of black his face out and make yeah. it, it reminds me of that uh, in a way. That shadow, but then the the eyes and the teeth are still kind of like peering through. Like That's creepy. Yes. 
And what did you uh, think of? Initially, we have um, a, a merry man sort of killing a noble. You know, he's they're robbing from yeah. the rich already and giving to the poor. And and I like how they have like a like a mantra, right? England yeah, is yeah. England is sick. <laughs> we are the cure. <laughs> very culty. Mm-hmm. Well <laughs> said. Very culty. I th- I mean, this is a really gruesome first page for sure i mean first three panels the guy's getting a sword through his skull it looks like yeah kind of like back of his head (laughs) yeah it's really and i mean it does it it already is painting them like kind of like bad i mean i understand they're taking from the rich giving the poor but this is like the way they're just murdering they're not even like yeah, stealing. They're stealing and murdering these people. Yeah, in like, like that. That in gruesome ways. That brings that Robin Hood story a little harder, right? Or a little, little more in a twist. Like it was like, oh, they were robbing them, and I, in my mind, I think of the Merry Men, and like they tie them to a tree, and then they take yeah. their bags of coins. And this exactly. is like, no, they're murdering, and they have a, a you know, a mantra of a, of a cult, like you said. Yeah. And and even as this person's running down the second part of this page, there's like money flying out of the guy, and he's just the arrow goes right through the back of his neck and oh, through the front man. of his throat, right? Yeah, that's and then he's just holding that bloody coin. Ooh. We give to the poor. It has that venom again, that black <laughs> yeah. black hole face there, and it we're just talking makes it seem more evil. I know like that makes them seem more evil, right? Are they even in it for the money? Completely different from you know. The regular, like you were saying, the merrymen you for tie these people up and yeah. and steal their money, not murder them and steal their money. So it's like yeah. And this is page one, I, and I and I thought smart because page one's gotta gotta really hit you hard and and yeah. make you really interested. Hook, this hook you in there. This hooked me. I was like, what is happening here? <laughs> I thought they're gonna do a little dance and dance around them and go Robin Hood. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, that's not what you're getting no, here with Nottingham, guys. <laughs> right. So now we're on, on page two, which is like eight of the digital reader, reader by the way. Um, just more uh, murder and mayhem going on here. <laughs> and again, gruesome ways too. using that, that I think they call it, it's like a garrote or something like that. Oh, really? What the name of it, huh? Rope things. That, like piano wire sort of yeah. thing? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's just and I think this is someone they mentioned like Richard the Lionheart in the name of the king, but uh, yeah. this few of these people I don't know if we're supposed to know who they are. I don't think so, right? They're just nobles. Well, They're I think this is still his. They're like part of their mantra. Okay. Oh yeah. It's like okay. in the name of the king, Richard the Lionheart, and in the support of his righteous crusade, because you know, well, I mean, in the later, in the mm. rest of the comic, you know, yeah. Robin Hood's trying to help the king right and that's who is who he's helping the richard the lionheart but yeah i I was i thought maybe these people were supposed to know who these victims are but not really they're just again they're just nobles that happen to have rich and they're you have have money you're screwed (laughs) yeah murder slash steal (laughs) murder and steal but uh yeah their mantra continuing and i love the the panel at the bottom of page two going from left to right as he's, you know, dragging away someone. We will cleanse the corrupt from this land. And you're like, oh. Well, hey, I forgot. We're 34 minutes in. Let's take a breath 
And uh, yeah. tell the people again, where I forgot to mention, where they can find you. Since we're right in the middle, oh. it's been 30 minutes. <laughs> Please plug yourself. We'll take a quick just breather. Where can the okay. people find you, Kevin Nelson? Because you've got a cool thing. Kind of tell people about your Instagram, if you will. Well, so you can find me on Instagram at Kev's underscore daily carry. It's basically. Yeah, what's a daily carry? What is that? So everyday carry <laughs> for some people. I mean, everybody has stuff that they always carry around. You know, usually it's wallet, cell phone, car keys. We have, I collect pocket knives, flashlights, wallets. Nice. Um, Hanks. What's a Hank? Handkerchief. Oh, handkerchiefs. Okay, cool. But like, they have, you know, one side's for wiping whatever you want to wipe. And then the other side's got microfiber cloth. So, you know, oh. I wear glasses, so I'm always using that all the time. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, just that's I just post pictures of all the stuff that I collect. That's cool. Uh, you know, yeah. I didn't even know. Again, you you're I'm as exposed to the carry daily world as you as much as you were exposed to comics. So I was kind of like, wow, I do carry things, and I like to carry a pocket knife and so on. But you've inspired me to kind of kick that up a notch. You know, I I probably yeah. most of the pocket knives I have are like cheap throwaways where I get like you know five for fifty dollars or something. And uh, I like that your stuff really has a next level sort of from some of those knives you carry. I know are like a thousand dollar knives and and the yeah, sort of like so. the wallets you carry with the little sort of Velcro-y um, characters that you can stick onto them oh, and yeah. things. And they have like Molly pouches on them. And uh, I like that you like like copper uh, in, in a lot of your stuff. You definitely have like flashlights that are copper and they're definitely copper higher end. And, yeah, there's, it's it's a. Uh, slippery slope oh sure <laughs> as as any collecting for anything is i mean you know people who collect comic books you know spend lots of money on those maybe not as much right but um yeah it's just i don't know it's fun for me yeah it's, everybody does carry their usual things all right. the time they just don't consider it their everyday carry but everybody's got that Oh, and coins. I like that. You've inspired me, too, where you have, like, cool-looking coins or, like, old-fashioned Zippos that, like, the Zippo that belonged to your grandfather, like, you know, nice, shiny silver Zippos. You've kind of inspired me to put cooler things in my pocket because they do bring you joy. You pull them out of your pocket, you look at them every so often, or you show it and share it with somebody, like, check this out. This is what I carry. Like, I'm joining that community. And you're, you're, again, your Instagram, which is? Kev's (laughs) underscore daily carry. Nice. Um, it, but, you've got uh, a growing fan base and, uh, you're getting some support and love from some of the people that create the, the manufacturers of those things. And, yes. uh, I'm joining your community as much as I want you to join into the comics community, pull me in and, and get me into the, the, the carry daily community. Yeah. I'm in. It's fun. And well, I mean, a lot of stuff is like fidget stuff. Fidgety so things. It's like, nice. you know, the lighter is mainly just for fidgeting. I mean, I'm not lighting things on fire all the time, so. <laughs> that's mainly what it's for that's and true. um yeah i mean well cool everyone follow follow him please <laughs> kev's plural yes, underscore kev's. daily carry k-e-v-s yes give him a follow you'll like it you you don't post too much it's like just the right amount i i don't think so i post like once once a once a day sometimes twice a day and nice. i mean reels is the new thing for instagram so if you're not doing reels you're not getting any reach yeah so 
they kind of just block that. So you need to start doing reels. You're right. I haven't done some really. Sort. I did one, okay. and I did the whatnot uh, sale for Mad Cave Studios. Yes. I uh, I did make a reel out of it with uh, Metallica, Master of Puppets, and that's it so far. <laughs> but uh, more to come for at Sunspots Comics. But yeah, give Kev a carry. Uh, give Kev a, give Kev a follow <laughs> at, at Kev's underscore Daily Carry. Check it out. But uh, all right, so now we'll dive back into Nottingham. We're on page uh, for the digital reader. We're on page nine. Uh, for the actual paper read, it's like page three, I think, right? Yeah. All right. I mean, they're not numbered, but it right. would be three if it was numbered. Yeah, I miss <laughs> numbering. I think uh, all you publishers that are listening, just put the page numbers back on it. What's wrong with that? It's no big deal. Every, every comic book, every book should have a number. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> I don't know why. But more murdering. Yes, more. <laughs> it's going on. As he, he throws this sword or small dagger through the clavicle notch area. And it's you could just kind of feel this, right? Well, look at the look at the expression on the face. It's just like he's that guy's in pain. Yeah, <laughs> serious pain. He just sort of right there hears him take his last breath. The traitors, the fornicators, the infidels, and then not, I mean he's already dead with the with the through the main jugular area, but he's got to throw the sword through the through the center mass area of this guy. Yeah, like it's... oh. The tax collectors, you know, it's definitely like they're just making a statement with with these kills. Like, if if you're gonna be rich, this is what's gonna happen to you. Yeah. And then we see like the aftermath ish of this of this brutal, violent, bloody scene, where they yeah. pull back a little bit, and this is the first time we get to see the entrance of the sheriff of Nottingham, Blackthorn. Blackthorn. Which I always forget that's kind of his name. I always think in my brain the Sheriff of Nottingham. But uh, his name no. is Blackthorn, you know? And I didn't even know he had, like, a first name. Which we <laughs> see later, right? We're yeah, about to, yes. maybe. See you later. But well, man, really soon, actually. Oh, of. yeah, that's right. <laughs> but gosh, all the arrows that just murder the horses. Yeah. And you know, there's, like, you know, just so many arrows that just riddled through here. So many. A little overkill, especially with the horses. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Which, they're dead. Why they got to put forty-seven? Yeah, <laughs> what did they do? Put forty-seven arrows into each one. Like yeah. that just takes time. How many minutes did it take of just one arrow after the other into the yeah. horses? <laughs> because it's it's only one guy at, at this point, right? Yeah, basically. I mean, I, so, I, I I kind of assumed there was probably other merry men involved in this. We just kind of show the close-up murders, you know, like the personal ones, the get up in your face. Yeah. I, I thought, because they're never really alone, right? The merry men, they're always kind of doing no. this collectively. But is Ev his first name? That's what they say, where he says Ev. Ev, but I think it's Everend is Everend? like his full. But okay. um, what Alan, who's another character, is just introduced, like his basically right-hand man. Okay. Um, calls him Ev. Yeah. So, yeah, because this is Alan. What do you have for me? And he's like, Ev or Eve? I don't yeah. know. Probably Ev. Oh, yeah. I think it's uh, neat that they point out at the bottom of that page that this is the last tax collector left in Nottinghamshire. Yeah, and they they filled that guy full of arrows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a statement. Yeah, <laughs> definitely a statement. And then page four, I think this is a way we see Blackthorn sort of interpreted is in the shadows, right? This top page of uh, four how it's yeah. almost like the shadow is bleeding out of his eyes, like he's got black tar coming out of his face and ears. Yeah, because you don't even see his eyes. Like. Yeah. Tiny little white specks, like maybe, right? Yeah. 
I love the way they portray him. Like, uh, he reminds me of Spawn. You remember Spawn? Like a movie from the 90s-ish? Uh, or the comic? Kind of. no? Okay. <laughs> Very vaguely. Vaguely. <laughs> But it's, uh, you know, even or a little on the Venom side of things, because it's just this black uh, tarry ooze kind of thing. They put, yeah. they they really kind of show Blackthorn in that way, making him uh, like he's always in the shadow. Or that his cape, right, or his cowl, or both, whatever, for for Ev, um, is like, it's it gets bigger and bigger. Sometimes in scenes, it's like yeah, this entire thing that's covering, like Batman does sometimes, where the, <laughs> yeah, the cape seems to grow and cover everything. And then yeah, other like times little, it's small. A little head. But ginormous, like, shoulders, and the cape is just going all the way across. He's just, he's massive. Yeah, he or like the cape's alive. Like ginormous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like the cape is venom. Yeah, definitely, like... it does seem like the cape at some points seem like is like bat wings or something. Yeah. Or like, it's, it's weird. And like, there's like no the way, like, I remember later on we see him nodding him, Sheriff nodding him, on top Blackthorn. On top of like a on top of a a wagon or something like this, and his yeah. cape is like filling the night sky. <laughs> and there's no way he would get tied up in that thing. It would just run him <laughs> over. Like you know, the whole capes thing from Incredibles comes into mind. Yeah, Every exactly. moment he'd be tied up, and people would just be grabbing it. But it's never that element. No one's ever grabbed it in any no. of the fights, right? They've never grabbed no. Blackthorn. Took advantage of that. Nobody. <laughs> but I like that. They That's just pull a, it off him. It's just like this little tiny guy. <laughs> yeah, he's a tiny little guy. Weighs like you know eighty pounds. <laughs> but that's a comic thing, you know. Like uh, even in my own comic that I'm writing, Zombie Destroyers, they have a car, and the car just never is never broken. It's yeah. just one of those comics things you can do. The cape is never disturbed, and it gets bigger or smaller. It, we just never discuss that. It can cover the entire night sky, or it can be really tiny and barely touch the ground. It, they just they don't discuss it. It's just there. Right? Yeah, I think it's like just moments throughout where. Like, cause like at the bottom of this page, it's, his cape's normal. Yeah. Like it shrinks. Just, yeah. I yep. feel like it's like when something really important is about to happen, or like a fight or something. It's like him puffing out his chest or some something Ooh. like that. Like yeah, it just gets bigger. It's it's like some of the other characters throughout this that are like big dudes or important. They seem mm-hmm. to get really big and have little tiny heads, <laughs> but really big. And it just seems like something's going to happen. Yeah. I'm sure, they, I'm sure this artist, Volk, is using that as a storytelling element, right? Like you said, puffing your chest. Uh, something's about to happen. Action is kicking off, right? And it's just yeah. like things swell. Yeah, definitely. It's... And then compress later when there's not much <laughs> happening and they're talking. It's a compression. I like it. Yeah. That's why I, that's at least what I feel like is going on. But yeah, well, he gets a clue at the bottom of the next page, which I think is uh, page twelve and maybe page five. That he gets sort of a clue. He oh, sees yeah. some some red hair, and he's like, "This." Uh, then it seems I need to have a little chat with the lady of the house. So here we go. We're about to meet a main character in the Robin Hood lore. First, which is the next page, Nottingham itself, the castle. We got to have a good back, you know, a, a kind of pulled back look of what this castle yeah, is that sort of everybody wants. The Game of Thrones, the 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 <laughs> ideal home spot, the, the the winning, the the winning. This is the finish line. Like this is what you're, what everyone's sort of fighting for. They want this, right? They, this is the, sort of. Yeah, you think is, that? Yeah, I mean, for sure. This is definitely, this is the place. 
Mm-hmm. It's huge. I mean, it looks massive. Mm-hmm. And like with the the blackness on the sides of the bridge, seems kind of like makes it more seem like it's like the only thing around. Yeah. And everything else is like doesn't matter. And then it's up in the sky almost because like the black part of where the ground is or where the yeah. moat. I would imagine there being a big moat there. It just sort of blacks out, so you don't know. Is this thing like way up in the sky? Like it, it just gives like it you makes a, it seem like it's just huge, huge. Like and it's importance. Yeah, the scale of it as we see Blackthorn kind of pulling up to the front of it, and yeah. then uh, there is the Lady Marion. Lady Marion, which I love the without spoiling it too much. I love what we think of her at the beginning and then sort of where she is uh, at at sort of the end or even beyond this. I might be thinking about, too. But so far, (laughs) we just think she's, you know, Blackthorn is like, you've got to be involved in something bad here. Like what you're not being honest, Marion. And she's just she's very casual. And she's like, no, believe what you want. Like, not really involved in stuff. (laughs) <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> and just but playing. See, another thing with like them trying to like point out important characters without being super obvious. Mm-hmm. Where Robin is there. And you know, they're the Lord and her are, and him are talking and he's giant. Mm-hmm. With his little head. Yep. <laughs> So kind of gives you like, I mean, obviously when you hear him say very well, Robin, you're like, all right, well, there, there you go. But mm-hmm. he looks huge in that, that scene. And then you go down to the bottom panel and he lo- doesn't look as big. Yeah. Looks tiny. <laughs> right. And let I me mean, look at that cape. It's almost to his knees. Yeah. You know, it's like the cape on that, whatever, the bottom of the, whatever page that is, uh, page 13, it, the cape is like way up past his ankles, like almost to his kneecaps where, you know, for Blackthorn for Blackthorn. And we've seen this thing flat straight up on the ground or 10 <laughs> feet behind him. Right. And look, look how he looks. Look how like he looks evil right there. Yeah, he does. You don't see his face at all. Again, that black hole spot in his face. Yeah, that's, that's creepy. But yeah, I love the way in the, in that page 14 sort of towards the bottom of they sort of zoom in on Blackthorn's face as he's talking. Yeah, and he has like a very chiseled sort of like a like a, like American Indian kind of look to him, right? Even his yeah, skin right. tone, he, yeah. You know, this is a very kind of pale period, pale face that period, yeah. right? But he seems like very like um, like a Cherokee or something, right? Like Native American, chisely, muscly face and very dark in tone. So he just yeah. stands out, I would think, when there's a lot of other sort of pale faced people here feel like it's trying to show that he's had some experience yes <laughs> he's got a leathery face right that's been yeah. places <laughs> yeah he's definitely he's definitely been places that's for sure but it continues on like a little song and dance they're playing here right little little she's not giving him anything she yeah. you're obviously getting pointed out here that she's got to be in there's something going on with mary in here that yeah, you she's He's playing with the strings a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> he's trying to be the puppeteer. And he's like, once I've dealt sides. Yeah, once I've dealt with this situation, you and I are going to have another good long talk about your role in all of this. And she like whispers into his ear, I look forward to it. 
Like, <laughs> there's my Marion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> End scene. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I just, I just love that you're just getting a tease. You, you know that she's not, not uh, completely honest. There's something happening oh, here. Definitely. At the bottom of that page, look how short his cape is again. Like, it's just reeled all the way in now. Look at how tiny everything. The cape on the bottom of page uh, 16, which for me is where she oh, whispers okay, yeah. into his ear right below that. Yeah. Look at the cape. It's like he's wearing a tiny yes. skirt and it's very little. Tiny. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Look at the yeah, texturing of, of color in that shoulder right there to the to his immediate and that armor and how oh. it hits the light. Alan's armor. Yeah. Look yeah, at the. The detail there and the coloring, that texture that's there in that whole shoulder. It's just a lot of fun to kind of live there. 3D effects. Yeah. That perspective. As as the sheriff's busting through the door, ready to go kill a ginger. I guess there is some bad language right here, so. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. Okay. That's rated R language right there. It's not PG. Oh, you know, the kids. You're right. They've heard it all. (laughs) But this next page, again, 17... Uh, showing all the soldiers going from door to door here. I love the uh, the goldish orange yellow and the the sort of warm light coming out of every window yeah. or, and everything. Candle candlelight, yeah, blasting through the windows, and the rain coming, you know, hitting everyone here. Really gives it that that time period vibe. Totally. Look at the the rooftops on the far left. I mean, covered in rain coming down, and there's like. Just holes and empty spots yeah. in the buildings. Destroyed. <laughs> yeah, they've seen some rough days. This town, definitely. As the Nottingham is, Guard, and just like the whole thing of Blackthorn's very, I mean, he seems like he loves his job. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's really passionate, really loyal. Maybe to a fault, but he's very loyal to his. People, he'll do with whatever the Lord tells him, or you know, whatever he suspects. Yeah, he's just ready to go full fledged, like sending all these guys out to knock down like every door looking for a ginger. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, but uh, that that Lord too that he had to deal with uh, in a, a few pages back, right? Talk about just major jerk. But yes. But but Nottingham, you're right. Uh, he Blackthorn just has this sense of duty. He has like, yeah. you know, he this is his job and this is what he's supposed to be doing. Very duty driven and super loyal. I mean, like to be. It seems like he does it almost no questions asked. Like, true. But I think it's already showing a different side of Blackthorn here. When we think of the sheriff of Nottingham, we do think about this sort of evil maniac. Yeah. And he's not really that, right? Yes, he's passionate no. about his job and he'll do it. And he's, he feels like he's uh, he's doing it for duty and for the realm, etc. But he doesn't seem like this vindictive, evil, you know, maniac, right? No, I don't. I don't see that too much. I mean, he he just wants to get figure out what's going on. Yeah. But like, if he was crazy, he'd be chopping off the head of every ginger in town, right? Like, <laughs> And we see the merry men being the murderers and him being like a like a good cop sort yeah, of right he's doing his detective work. Yeah. I mean there is some you know, violence. <laughs> yeah. 
But I, I, I think that's already in my, and when I was, you know, reading this for the first time, I was already, my perspective was, was twisting. It was already like, oh, I kind of thought Blackthorn was like this evil monster. Yeah. And he's really not. He's like a, he's honestly like at this point, like a good cop, what you think about, right? Like yeah, he's a good sheriff. Else. He's just trying to figure out what's happening to his land where he lives. Yeah. Why is this why is this going on and trying to figure out who's behind it? I mean, they have an idea. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. And they but, know Marion's involved somehow. Did they yeah. mention too somewhere in this I might have already missed where like um that that Blackthorn makes a statement, maybe we passed it already, but where he says like robbing from the rich and giving to the poor it puts pain and pressure upon the middle class. That taxes it get increased for the middle ta- uh, class. Did he, I, think I think they he mentioned mentions that. that later. Oh, okay. But yeah, like I think he I think he mentions it to Robin later. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Because yeah, and then I don't know. I don't know if you want me to go that far. <laughs> no, maybe not yet. Maybe not. We'll get there. But uh, I just think that that is a a story plot point that carried with me that was a real strong statement like what robin hood is doing in murdering slash stealing from people um puts pressure he's trying to help yeah it's because the way they're working it you know they're taxing the poor even more when the money gets stolen so it's just hurting them more than anything right and that just i think adds an interesting element to the story where where I don't think we've ever really had that posed, right? It's always like, no. you steal from the rich and it gives the poor happiness. Like, they yeah, don't understand definitely. how it affects taxes, you know? <laughs> and so, again, another gritty kind of real leaning into real world things, details that make yeah. Nottingham like extra cool, I think. And, uh, I think so too. yeah, I'm on page 18 now, where again, it's the ginger search. It's past the door breaking down where. Sheriff Nottingham interrogating some guys, and his cape was growing as well. If you look at back up to that page, um, uh, Blackthorn's cape is is it's growing. Oh, yeah. The chest is and puffing. The it's <laughs> wildly going all over the place too. Like it's yeah, it's the it's shadow mind of its own. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's the shadow monster that's attached to him. It's growing as he you know, leans back on a horse. Like it's just, it's growing and getting wild and black and she's just shadow is growing. It's cool. Well then like, and then, so it's, it's got like arms almost. It looks like, yeah. but then in some scenes it's just straight, straight flat. Yep. Straight cut. Yeah. It's alive. I'm telling you, I love, I love it. I hope they never, uh, I hope they lean more into it. Honestly. Yeah. As, as a creator, you know, and writer and artist, Keep going with that. Make it crazier. It, it does we're remind me. Get, we're about to get to some wild scene with it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go into the next page here, which is, I'm uh, again, on page 18, which I think we're on. I forgot what page you're on. That's where we start. Because no pages. So we'll just. <laughs> no. I, I, he, he's, he's in a house, some old lady and her son, I think, mm-hmm. or something. And he's kind of just standing over him and another soldier are standing over the the old lady and this ginger. Yeah. It's like, we got you. Yep. (laughs) 
Like, you got red hair. It's probably you. When they're not thinking, yeah. like, hello, Marion. She had red hair, red hair, but, you know, okay, fine. And, he, and the, I guess these are different people, right? Because he's like, what's your job? This guy's a plowman, a blacksmith. You know, they're, oh, yeah. they're bothering white, you know, white-collar people, right? Just workers. Or is it blue-collar? I always forget the collars of... Blue. Blue is like a worker. White is the bosses. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> forget the collar colors. But, um, yeah, just these are just cobblers, blacksmiths, regular people that they're, you know, beating up and interrogating. But they want to uh, get to the bottom of these murderer slash stealing stuff people. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know why they're asking what their occupation is, though. Like, why would it matter? They could still kill. True. <laughs> I think but it's for it us, right? Like, for us as a reader to kind of know. To see that these are, like probably lower to middle class folks. Yep. <laughs> and um you know what they're doing isn't really helping Blackthorn's cause. Yeah. In a way, this is what I was talking about. They're the Merriman are kind of and Lady Marion are kind of pulling those strings, getting them to go attack these normal people and turn them against them. Yeah. Definitely. So. so, yeah, it does. This, it, it definitely leans more into, again, Blackthorn being kind of a monster, but, uh, not, you know. Not his, I wouldn't say really his fault. Right. He's, this is kind of how brutal the world was. Yeah, he's being yeah. manipulated. And this is how brutal, this is like a normal, this is in his job description, right, if you will. Yeah. He's not really going beyond his job description. He's got to, he's got to torture some people, find out some information. <laughs> And uh, get to the bottom of solving it. So I'm moving forward a little to page 20, where um, you know we're out of the sort of interrogating regular folk, and uh, it's just kind of a cool running on the rooftop scene ah, with the uh, uh, ginger hair flowing, and the actual uh, merry man running away. And this is the uh, nine-page. Uh, by the way, this their nine-panel sort of a, a setup here, which is very much Watchmen. You've heard of the Watchmen, right? They do a yeah. Their comic is constantly in this nine panel per page sort of thing. There's some great storytelling here that can be moved. It's moving really fast. It's, you know, it's a chase oh, yeah. scene, a lot of rain going on. And I love the, uh, of course, the describers, the descriptors, the onomatopoeia at the bottom, clunk, slick, slap. You know, it's just classic comics as they're having a rooftop chase here. Yeah, it's, it's really in the rain coming down. And they're not supposed to run with knives i mean <laughs> yeah mom never taught them that i guess <laughs> yeah they're breaking <laughs> that rule they probably all have they probably have scissors in their pockets too just you know five <laughs> yeah. sets of scissors and then three swords and they're just running yeah i'm sure that that was a lot of how people died in these days just from running yeah. with sharp things <laughs> but look there's that that cape again yeah like right when right when they they meet swords the cape is just kind of like Right there in between them. Yep, pulls it's in. Not even like kind of enveloping the the ginger, like yeah. And yeah. the the one where it looks like lightning's coming down, or I guess that is that lightning, or that just in fact. No. <laughs> where is that? Um, oh, okay. And just the cape is just kind of like swooshing all around. Yeah. Oh, it is lightning. You're right. Look at how it 
you're right. Where the lightning is on that page at 21, it, the cape just, it's like 12 feet out. You're right. Enveloping yeah. him, you know, <laughs> and he still doesn't grab the cape, twist it around his arm, use it in any way to <laughs> make an advantage over, over uh, Blackthorn. No, it's just sort of there. Yeah, we don't, we there. don't talk about it. <laughs> it's just like, it's like Blackthorn is just, it's his power. Yeah. He's, that makes him super powerful and it's taking the other guy over. He can't, can't win this fight. Yep. And he doesn't. Nope. <laughs> Sword kind of goes through the side of him or even direct. I guess it's from that water motion. It's yeah, like he's slash. Yeah. It's schlick. Schlick right there, which is a great sound effect <laughs> as that sword slices the hat, the, you know, the side of this guy. And oh. uh, you notice, too, I noticed that when um, Nottingham or Blackthorn again. When he gets into fights, he also like he'll be really like getting his butt kicked. He does. He's not um, impervious. Yeah, he's, he gets yeah, hit really. and kicked, but the but also he very quickly heals. He has a healing power, a healing which yeah. they don't discuss, <laughs> right? <It's a> cape. <laughs> you notice that? Yeah, it's the cape. You're right. So it's, yeah, he, he does. He does rebound really quick. I've noticed that too. It's, but I feel like it has to do with his past. You know, he's seen a few things like he. He knows how to deal with it. Yeah. He's just a tough dude. Like, he's seriously tough. He'll get like stabbed and he's a tank <laughs> with a living cape around him. Yeah. And then he drops an F-bomb at the bottom of uh, page yeah. uh, 22. <laughs> <laughs> As a cape reels all the way in, the cow will just yeah. right in. I feel like he definitely, that's like a perfect timing for that that dialogue right there. Yeah. <laughs> He has to put up this big giant fight with this guy, and then he's just exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> twenty. This page, two page twenty two, is probably one of my favorite pages art wise, just because the rain, the three panels. Look how like yeah, it's honestly like a single page splash, right? But they just throw three panels up at the top to move the end of that fight around, and then as he says, the mm-hmm. f f f and ginger. Just look at that <laughs> rain and how the cement you know and and the sort of and the rain bouncing off of his uh his cape yeah. like see that where it's just he's he's got the the water dripping down his his chin and the rain is bouncing right off yeah that is awesome again some of that toothbrush paint speckly thing going to give that yeah. effect of the rain hitting his giant alive cape so cool i really like that just want to live in that moment for a second and just kind of look at that at the bottom of page 22. So moving on to 23, we get a torture scene. You know, pretty much a regular yeah. day in Nottingham. Just <laughs> was getting tortured and beaten up. It's just normal. It's just a 9 to they, 5. They, they found their man. I mean, right. This is, now they just need to figure out. And then, like, another one of those close-ups of Blackthorn with that just scarred almost looking oh, yeah. face and barely see his eye go. again like it's just a dot <laughs> yeah you're right good like, point all you have to do is tell us who hood is and we're sherwood the merry men are hiding yeah we're in sherwood yeah like he doesn't want it doesn't seem like he really wants to be doing this yeah he just wants to know like get to the bottom of it yeah and where's the secret base doing his little cult <laughs> thing <laughs> We are the cure. England is sick. We are the cure. England is sick. We are the cure. He has mantra. <laughs> and then he just gets just his midsection torn apart. 
a huge yeah. punch, a whomp. Ooh. Yeah, more broken, torture. Broken ribs right there. That's... Yep, more torture on 24. He's like, who is Hood? Who is Hood? Is he just, just, just... He's beaten, beaten him to a pulp. Yeah, next bottom panels, he's like pretty much covered in blood. He's like, you know, it's bleeding out of every orifice. It's just all red. Mm-hmm. It's all red, like it's just dripping all over the place. And then we see, you know, Blackthorn's patience. It's just a matter of time. He'll tell us everything we want. Like, he's been there, done that with the whole torturing thing. <laughs> yeah, he, he knows. He knows how it works. So next page, 25, they mentioned it's Manor Fitzwalter. Does that mean that Maid Marian is in a different castle? She's not in Nottingham. I don't know. I, mean, I, think, know, so. I think so. It must be because... He just kind of waltzes on in there. and <laughs> Yeah, I would think that that couldn't be done in Nottingham. They're all on red alert for, yeah. for the Merry Men. So here it is, Fitzwalter. It must be in a castle nearby. We don't get a layout of it, but clearly uh, Marion is in cahoots. Yep, she knows. She knows what's going on. She's, just, like I said before, she's playing both sides. Playing both it's sides. her advantage. And she's just sewing, just a regular night of sewing something. <laughs> As Robin just climbs through the window. And here it is, Robin Hood of Loxley, right? The first time we see his face. Again, take note of the small yeah. things on his mask, the little soul patch under the chin. He's got two oh, soul yeah. patches. I think that's a little unique. Do you think they sit around and with their with their Merrymen masks and like, you know, add a little a little this to it, a little hair, a little you know details you think possibly like at, at the yeah because i'm looking back on the the very first guy and um yeah, he doesn't have any of that like well he's not the patches and he doesn't even have like the little mustache oh yeah underneath. so that's definitely unique at least right and, now to rob and subtle, right? It's not really in your face with yeah. that they're that the Merryman's masks they're red mostly with the big giant white teeth, but they have little tiny details that make them a little different. Makes them makes them personal. Mm-hmm. You need that in comics too, like just something to differentiate characters, or you get confused sometimes. Yeah. Like, who is that? You know. Definitely with this, because you know, there's parts where they're all wearing the masks, so. It's helped to be able to know, well, none of those are Robin because that is not what his mask looks yep. like. But they're having a little chat here, which is interesting. And then at the bottom of page 26 there, you get a just extreme zoom in on Robin Hood's Merryman mask, the red with the teeth and the little yeah. mustache. You're right. And the dual soul patches. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I like that. And there he's just talking about how, you know, Blackthorn is a hard man. But he'll make him talk. So, you know, he yeah, knows. that's why they have to go deal with it. Yep, got to deal with it. So this is the 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 uh, the attack upon Nottingham to get the uh, the uh, the guy that's being tortured to sort of end him so he can't say things. So they know he knows stuff. He's going to give it up. Blackthorn's got him. They got to, you know, make an assault into the castle and get this guy uh, dealt with. Killing one of their own. Killing one of their own. So yeah, it's like they're already in there, and that again, it's uh, it's Robin Hood because it's the same, the Merryman mask, his Merryman mask, and then bottom of twenty seven. I love that the black face, the black hole face, and uh, and the teeth just showing, 
uh, again, yeah. the very bottom of 27, red background like that. It's just a beautiful, glorious page right there. Oh, yeah. That smile. Yep. Ooh. Keys in hand. <laughs> and then the next page where he's he's saying his little chant directly to one of his own people. <laughs> like as if it's basically him telling him that this is like for the greater good. Yeah. You've got to die in order to cure the sickness. Ew. It's all for the cause, dear, as he, yep. we are the cure. He screwed up by getting caught. <laughs> yep. He failed. We are the cure. Like, you know, I, I, for one second when he says we are the cure, I did think of the, uh, you know, the band, the cure <laughs> 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 and, you know, some of their, you know, sort of evil, sad songs came into my brain, but this is also <laughs> reusing that first part of uh, part one, this is the reusing of that uh, pose. Yeah, with the uh, the characters that were inside the shadow below. This is Definitely. reusing that. This is where it came from. They reused it in that part one thing, but here's where we get to see it in its glorious violence as he hits him with a what is that a mace? Yeah, something like that. Just gruesome. Stick with a bunch of pointy things. <laughs> that as would hurt. his head basically <laughs> explodes like a melon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so but that's not like you know he's not killing him with an arrow mm-hmm. so it's not the typical way of killing so mm-hmm. you know he's he's setting it up yep for the future <laughs> setting it up but that's the end of basically the first issue we're at end of part yes. one man i thought like if I had to rate this as a first comic, again, it was the one that hooked me. I, I gave it five stars, like five out of five. It's got so many oh, yeah. little interesting storytelling elements, the character design, the look of it, the violence. What would you What would you give it out of five star? And what were your thoughts there for part one? I would probably give it a five star too. I mean, you know, again, I I don't read very many comics, but like this definitely hooked me because nice. you know just. The violence mm-hmm. was not what I was really expecting at first. Yeah, going into a Robin Hood story, mm-hmm. and just like I like the detective aspect of it, Blackthorn doing his his investigations and mm-hmm. him seeming like kind of like a broken man, kind of partially. Mm-hmm. Like he seems partially defeated. But also, like, he's going to get to the bottom of what, whatever is happening or what's going on. You know, who's trying to take over his area. Yep. But, yeah, setting like up. All those, those aspects. Like, it just. And just the creepiness of the Merrymen. They're just super creepy. Yeah. <laughs> that It leaves a really visually striking look with those masks, the red masks and the giant teeth. Like, so well done. Yeah. If they Especially were just like those, guys the with the the darkness and just the smile, yeah. Right. If they were just guys, right? Um, wouldn't yeah, have wouldn't, whole... wouldn't wouldn't do the same effect. I would just wouldn't be as creepy, right? Adds a kind of comic booky element to it, I guess, too, right? Masks, little 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 bit of a dip into uh, superhero stuff because they got a they got masks yeah. on. So I think that's well done, really smart. Well, it's kind of way you know they hide their identity so they can be with within your people without you even realizing that they're there i mean yeah. obviously 
this guy got away with it for a while until he slipped up. And uh, that's he, he doesn't know who he's talking to. Could be a merry man. Like a lot of those other people that he was talking to, some of those guys could have been part of the, the merry men. But yeah, you just don't know. You don't know. Well, part two, let's jump right in. We do have another sort of a parchment-backed sort of silhouette moment where uh, Alan is sitting there. His face also very leathery, very ragged, very scar-riddled. Yeah. And he has that also black sort of silhouette uh, down below him where there's art built into the silhouette of which looks like a scene we're going to see later in like the sort of crusades. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to get a little backstory of, uh, fight. of Blackthorn. <laughs> And so, again, digital reader, page 30, and uh, we see um, a kind of a three-page, three-panel, single-page with with Blackthorn in the middle. And the yeah, sort this of, is really cool. Yeah. Like so cool, like Crusades on the left and Alan on the right, kind of current day. Left side is like the past and maybe currently in the middle with Blackthorn. And I believe that was the cover of issue two. Anyway... I think it was. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you only read it that way. But we're in the dungeon again, where uh, we now find the, uh, the, of course, the merry men that was hidden in the in the bowels of the dungeons of Nottingham Castle has been ended by Robin Hood, and their dungeons to death yep, with that whatever that's a mallet or a a mace or whatever that thing was the spike ball that made his head blow up like a melon. <laughs> And then we quickly, as he's going to go into investigation mode, we see 1191, the Holy Land. So these are the Crusades. What did you oh, think yeah. of this flashbacky moment? Well, I thought it was cool because it kind of it showed kind of why he's such a badass. I would mm-hmm. say. Like, I mean, look at what he's going up against. Yeah, it's just so much death around him and. I mean, there is no backing down. These people are just like, like it says, form up, charge. Yeah. Just hordes and hordes and hordes. And how did he live through it without his cape? You know, also, he's weird without yeah. the <laughs> just murdering. Well, I wouldn't say murdering because, you know, they're fighting, but just killing people left and right. And like, he's just s- slashing, splash. <laughs> yeah. That that page uh, again. I think we see the bottom of thirty-two is where that crusade silhouette is used in um, the very top of the beginning of part two. That's the uh, the dark yeah, silhouette right. section. Yeah, and this is their crusade, their holy crusade. And yeah, there's a fight scene that's just great with a little ver- a younger version, but it doesn't look like it was too long ago. Like he's you know, no, yeah, a little little younger, but. Yeah, I don't know. It's just... I wish we knew the year, because we'd said 1191 for the Crusades. Did it say what year, you know, how many years had passed since? I don't remember them saying... Cause it says 1191 here. Was there a year that we missed somewhere? So I'm going to try to go back to the very first... You flick through 1192. Now. Locksley 1192 on the very first page. Oh. Well, then this is only a year ago? A year later. Yeah. That's wow. weird. Wow. That's pretty. A year before. Yeah, it's a tight amount of time. You like went from fighting the Crusades <laughs> to the Sheriff at Nottingham, like you know, yeah. months months apart. Yeah, I guess the date they could have just left the date out. It would have been fine. We would have, True. Could have just left it. It's some time in the past. 
Um, but yeah, br- more brutality, more insane looking cool violence. You got armor going on this time and, and just splash and clish and all this just brutal. Look at the battlefield on the page of 33. It's just like they're standing in a, like a lake of blood. Yeah. This is, and there's bodies everywhere. Like trying to figure out which, oh yeah. And that one, when he's like splash, yeah. swinging, just swinging the sword around. Yeah. Sword's like five feet long. Look at the length of the sword. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Crazy battle here and flashback. Stabbing that guy in the stomach. Yeah. Ugh. But uh, the interesting point of this is towards the end, right? Let's see. From what I remember, as he's still just killing people on 34 and 35, and he kind of walks away until the streets were littered with the dead. And there's just like... He does get stabbed, so he doesn't go... 100% 100% without, you oh, know, yeah. getting injury. The back of his leg there. Yeah. Guy has like a s- spear or whatever. Snaps it right out. Ooh. As in the next panel as he walks away, though, there's no blood in his leg. See, boom, healed. He's good. He's yeah. going to walk away. <laughs> but again, not not criticizing. It's just the way comics move sometimes. It's just the way they, oh, yeah. they go. They could have just put a little blood splatter on his leg there to keep it, you know, a little consistent but hey you know it's comics we move on <laughs> but now now they're guiding all these oh yeah prisoners i guess mm-hmm. prisoners or refugees yeah we consider them um until they get the order to just murder all of them yeah that's murdering they killed all these kids women and children yep that's why i feel like blackthorn at least you know, now or whatever, you know, 1192. Uh-huh. He's kind of a broken man because of what he had to do. Yeah. All those innocent people. Really a, a nice character point into Blackthorn adding you layers. See, you see him crying at the very bottom panel with yeah. those black eyes. Right. He has like... like he has like great white eye. You ever see great white sharks that just have yeah. those black dead eyes? Black. Yeah. yeah. That's what it kind of reminds me of, but he is crying. Yeah. Good point. You don't see him murdering the children, the silhouette scene, right? Maybe he just, but no. I think he admits to participating in that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think later it was an order and he follows his orders. Yeah. I mean, he... yeah, he did to the letter. But uh, you can tell it's a regretful moment for him. Like in that, oh yeah, that's a key element into his character, I think. But uh, I think from there it changed him. Mm-hmm. You know, definitely. He'll still do what needs to be done, but I think there's, there's, I feel like there's a line that he draws right there. Like he won't do something like that for somebody else ever again. Yep, you're right. I think that's a strong it feels like that's foreshadowing right it's gotta yeah it's gonna come back one day <laughs> this where this next panel next page 36 is that lord telling him to do things it's almost like you're we're gonna it's gonna lean right into that where he's gonna be like just kill them all i've given you your orders you know this guy's <laughs> yeah. such a major jerk uh the lord of nottingham but he just uh, wants to be safe he just wants to be protected so yeah. he'll, he'll do whatever he can to keep what he thinks is his yep and at the bottom of 36, he's like, Will, well, Sheriff, what say you about this gross dereliction of duty? You know, he's just, he just 
just dr- drives yeah, into him, poking yeah, exactly. him. Poke yeah. Him. <laughs> and he keeps his cool, though, with this guy. He just keeps his cool where you know he just wants to drive a sword right through him, this lord. But he keeps his cool. Like he, you know, he's like really trying to stay on the detective point here and not get emotional. Yeah. He's like, Oh yeah. Let me just stay on point here and do my job. And this lord's like, Well, things are mad and this is crazy, and we must <laughs> now kill everyone. And he's going crazy. This guy's like, yeah. Blackthorn's like, look, just trying to do my job. Let's all relax. I'll kill yeah, you later. We'll, we'll, we'll find later. <laughs> out what happens. We'll we'll find the traitor. We'll Yeah, it's just guy a guy doesn't traitor. What? Right. It's a regular day at work for Nottingham. He's like, look, boss, just, just, uh, I'm on this. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, Alan, gather the guard, you know, let's, let's get this rolling. And so this is kind of cool. This to me, this whole next sequence from like 38 for the, for a few pages is very cop procedural, right? The yes. interrogation room. Definitely different than finding the ginger. Uh huh. This is definitely handled more, more like, a cop and less, you know, I mean, a different type of cop. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, but it's got the table by, by the book, right? The, by the book, it's got a table. It seems like a, an, a single light source. You know what I yeah. mean? There's the one cop probably coming in saying like, let's get him a, let's get him a cup of water. And then the other going <laughs> slapping the water away. And we need to find out. It was like bad cop, good cop thing happening. Definitely, definitely see that. Yeah. He dropped the, 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 that murder weapon the mace on the table and he's like have you seen this is you know <laughs> and it's just mm-hmm. you can tell they're interrogating their internal staff but you're right it's not a torture scene it's like uh, just interrogation more of like trying to f- like figure out like by visual cues mm-hmm. who who reacts mm-hmm. when especially dropping the murder weapon on the table yeah being like is this your weapon? Uh-huh. <laughs> Never seen this weapon before in my life. Liar! <laughs> but also they're trying to find out how where the inadequacy, uh, inadequacies happened, like where who dropped the ball, and a little bit this yeah. is like who's going to get fired and or beaten to death. Yeah, I don't know what they do when you're fired in those days. Yeah. Right? They're trying to you find to out. Clean out the, the, the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so that's what happens here in the next uh, few pages, which we'll kind of zip through. But it's great just dialogue here. And as they and they get down to like, I'm on page now 40. I'm scrolling through a little bit more. Dropping the murder weapon on the table again. And I believe this belongs to you. Make sure you get it cleaned up. So they even realized it's, you know, Robin killed someone with one of his officer's weapon. Yeah. So it's like, aren't you supposed to like keep hold of your weapon for crying out loud? Like, why does someone else have it? You know, well, the the whole thing of where he drops on the table and to see which hand he picks the weapon up with, Mm -hmm. as he knows that he was the guy that was killed was struck by a lefty. Right, great, great little bit of uh, detective work here going on. Knows that he was set up, but now who who set him up? Mm -hmm. And as they, it's more tower guards that are coming in. I love his. his bowl haircut, by the way, on 41. <laughs> yeah. It's a thing of glory. <laughs> when I was a little kid, my mom used to used to give us bowl haircuts so oh. I can relate to this guy's why he looks uh, so sad <laughs> that his mom <laughs> gave him a bowl haircut. <laughs> I, I know I feel his pain. <laughs> but uh, 
it's, it seems you know like this this guy is just this guy is just kind of a doof, you know. Yes, he just he definitely looks. Just, <laughs> he, he looks like a goofball. Like. Yeah. <laughs> For uh, Star Trekky people, he's a you know he's kind of a lower deck. He's kind of a you know he's kind of a guy. <laughs> people that are into that, they'll know what I'm talking about. He's definitely uh you know oh captain I'm sorry like you know not the he's yeah. he's like three steps away from being a pirate you know he's just like not, they gave this guy a wall to watch that nobody <laughs> is gonna go through <laughs> yeah yeah they gave him a low priority job that you know <laughs> he had one thing to do and he blew it um, and I love the the eyes where where the story now of Robin Hood in this his recollection is turning him into this grinning demon. Cloaked and yeah. cowled, they call it Hood, and his eyes are glowing like this weird demon green. And it's just like going up into the Yeah. Like and then how he, he jumps away. Yeah. He leaps away and he just looks like he's like got a, wings and he's just flying. Mm-hmm. And that's you know, that's again the ridiculous story of this nudge as you know, as this hood is some sort of supernatural being, as he's I love this uh, bottom of page uh 42 it's like this purple forest and oh, yeah. the blackness and then is again those glowing steaming green eyes <laughs> that and, and and alan just kind of slaps his hand to his face like ugh, and you didn't raise the <laughs> alarm like didn't think to raise the alarm you doofus <laughs> like yeah right it was like i was afraid i was afraid you're like that'll be all boy just get out of my sight <laughs> you know <laughs> But, you know, there's, they're definitely, and they're still, this is still going on with more interrogations. I'll, I'll go through, but it, it's not a, an area, it's an area to really spend some time and read. Don't, don't skip it. It's got some great, you know, uh, and then they even show the guy that he blew it in his spot to go have a, an evening with a, a lady of the night. As we oh, get yeah. down to the bottom of 45. Yeah. <laughs> so all the little sort of inadequacies. Like, we know just where you were, buddy. He's exactly. like trying to lie and they're like, no, we know what's going on. Right. You were with a lady of the night. She came through it this time. And that's and so they found all the sort of holes as to how Robin made it through. And uh, as we get to uh, 47. Oh, this is where we find out who was really supposed to be there. Uh-huh. And they're at the postern gate. So it's Alan. Yeah. Big reveal here. It's, it's the right-hand man. man. Yeah, the RHM. Alan. <laughs> And the two of them are about to go fist to fist, cuff to cuffs, whatever, fist to cuffs. And I love this setting. They're like at the top of the castle. It's kind of flooded with water. And it's almost like a gladiator arena. They step down into it. Yeah. And you can go to the stairwell to get out. But it's like the stage is set here for a brutal fight, right? Yeah, there's this fight is happening. And it's, I mean, you can tell Blackthorn obviously says don't do this he doesn't he doesn't want to kill his friend it's basically his friend yeah i mean you don't have a right-hand man that's not your buddy yeah <laughs> so but they really they go at it and man it's it's a pretty fair fight yeah okay. yeah it's a brutal fight but he's like you know alan's like i have a family to protect yeah you know i mean he yeah he has his reasons mm-hmm. definitely I, I can see his side of the things for mm-hmm. sure bottom of 49 the cape is coming to live get ready yeah. it looks like a giant <laughs> claw behind him that's sticking out six feet behind him that's wild yeah he's puffing the chest like you said <laughs> and the close-ups of 
of Nottingham getting punched. Oh, you know, getting the, punched in the face. Blackthorn. Yeah. yeah. Just brutal. And his eye is like, seemed like he just popped that whole eye casing in his face. Oh, yeah. His eye gets swollen shut and he's bleeding mm-hmm. from the nose. Purple. But Alan doesn't look, Alan doesn't look that, that bad off, at least. No. You know, pretty much. Unscathed. Blackthorn is, he's getting pummeled. And yeah. He's showing, he's showing injury. Which will go away quickly, I'm sure. We'll, yes. Don't don't think about that. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's like his he's he's taking body shots. Alan's mostly taking body shots, I guess. But then right towards the panel, I love the explosive, and I love this element in comics. Heck, I do it in my own. Like fifty one, right in the middle. Those uh, uh, the explosion behind them of color, the action explosion. I call it. The, you see that? The, you won't, and then we go into you're right. I won't, and uh-huh. just boom. <laughs> Look at how it goes from purple to blue. There's like purple is when when Blackthorn punches Alan. Oh, and yeah. then when Alan sort of retaliates, then it's blue explosion. That's, That's just true, something huh? I love in comics. And did you notice that at all? Is that No, I didn't I didn't really notice that until now. It's Yeah. You're going too fast. Slow down. You gotta <laughs> <laughs> You gotta live in that that moment for a sec. Just kinda <laughs> revel in it. And uh even more well, purple. Also, like right when he when it says "You're right, I won't," and the the cape is enveloping most area. Oh yeah. Besides that, that explosion of color in the background. That's a thing of beauty. You're right. It's again so getting ready to surround Alan <laughs> in the in the black venom cape that he has, and then fifty two. You know, we're looking like this uh, fight's about to end with big with, uppercut. Yep, huge <laughs> uppercut crack. Look at the cape all the way along the sides there. It's just giant. Yeah. It's it's it goes from four feet to the right of Alan to six feet to the right of Blackthorn. <laughs> this thing is now giant. It's it's twelve feet in diameter. That's huge. It's huge. But then, and, you know, Alan's saying that he's sorry. He didn't Yeah. He did this for his family. I mean, it's pretty real right there. Right? Yeah. And that's the end of uh, issue two. I mean, that was such a great... This was way faster, less dialogue. Page two was just moving. Maybe some of those interrogation scenes had some some bit of back and forth there. Yeah, but it wasn't wasn't too much. This one definitely moved a whole lot faster. Right. I mean, a good chunk of it was the fight scenes right here. Yeah. Against them, but... Which is beautiful. Because, yeah, I, I really... I mean, my favorite parts was the fights between them, or the fight between both of them, because they're both struggling. They neither of them want to do that to each other. Yeah, true. But he, Blackthorn has his duty to his lord, and then he, Alan, has his duty to his family. So, and Blackthorn, I don't think has a family. So, <laughs> right, his job is his life. He has less Alan to fight has, for. He's, you know, yeah. Alan has more to lose. Exactly. And that's why I feel like that's why he comes out on top on this fight. Yep. He, he drops the mic, so. drops the mic and walks out and just a great ending scene there was just so wonderful. And he has he has this he pulls the sword. But mm-hmm. he doesn't kill him. Yeah. Leaves him alive. Strain. Yeah, cuz the sword's in the sheath. Yep. The whole fight until the very end. Yep. So it's like he's making a point, like, I could kill you, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Big point there is like, you know, we are friends. I do respect you and I'll let you live. Yeah. Round two later. And we get part three. So we're beyond the halfway point. This is another beautiful silhouette, which I'm sure is a, is a peek into a flash forward page in part three. Yeah. 53 on the digital reader. Sword just sort of heading towards us, but disappears, <laughs> is gone. And what do we see at the bottom in that? It looks like a ship in the ocean. Hmm. I don't think I picked up on that one before. I might have kind of quickly went through. It's really hard to tell. Where's the, the top, ship? Oh, like, yeah. Top right portion of that black shadow. Oh, so it's like on a big swell. Yes, I think this is a flashback again. Crusades? The Crusades, yeah. That that sort of a uh, holy symbol that's on the the sail of the boat. Yeah. Good point. So, but oh man. Next page is kind of yeah, so it's Pretty sure that's one. the cover of again. Yeah. I think these are the covers, the original covers be a good idea yeah i think that's where they are but you notice too how that how that night the his cloak is like sort of enveloped the night sky too because there's like stars in it like he's this uh omnipresent being in the night sky with uh stars all enveloped inside of him he's like this god right very true the star in his one eye yeah that's great that's like the north star right there for you know and the ship is battling this stormy weather. That's just a beautiful cover. Like, man. Yeah, it's really nice. This is gorgeous and dark and ominous, you know, ominous and also this, like godlike. This issue or this part is probably one of my favorite ones. Oh. Especially with the dialogue. Mm-hmm. Like the note basically that's being read throughout the whole like every panel or almost every panel. I really I really enjoy that. I mean, just how how it's basically Alan, you know, leaving a letter to oh, yeah. his best friend uh-huh. about, you know, why he did what he did and, like, explain. Wow, know. and he says he's sorry, too, uh, you know, in that, in that letter. Yeah. To, he was like, Dear Ev, like, I'm sorry. I need you to know that. It wasn't personal. They definitely have yeah. respect for each other. Or at oh, least, for sure. or at least Alan for Ev. Anyway, he, I think Blackthorn did too. It's just he's so driven by duty. Yeah, he'll do whatever he needs to do to, you know, uphold his his end. <laughs> yeah, for the realm, for the good of the realm, yeah. he'll do what needs to be done. But there's also two things happening: the letters explaining one thing and this apology, and then we're seeing these soldiers with hounds. Going yeah. going somewhere and Nottingham pointing like this way. There but, he is. He's he's hunting him down. Yeah. And he fled the castle. I mean Alan left, so will we see him again? Will they be will there be a round two? Those are things rolling around in my head. We haven't seen right. the end of Alan and Ev battles, right? Nope. Well, nope. not really, no. Nope. So we see this uh this sky shot with a of Kirkley's Abbey. Kirkley's Abbey. And this is going to be the stage. This is going to be the centerpiece of this next comic. Part three might be my favorite, like you said, maybe yeah. my favorite of the three. I, you know, I know it, it, this thing is ramping up. Sometimes you get in comics, one and two are amazing. And then three yeah. kind of dips down, maybe shows some dialogue. 
I think three might be my favorite. That's another reason three, I'm hooked. It just has it has a ton of information in it, but not like too much dialogue. I mean, there's dialogue, but explaining how Blackthorn got you know to where he was, and the Crusades and everything, and then why he's a changed person after that, and also with Alan, his story. Yeah, and as you're right, it ties in the Crusades being this holy war that yeah. he was on the on the side of pushing his religion to other people, right? And if you don't, if you're not his religion, then he had to kill you. Yeah. And right to the sort of current present day in this Kirkley Abbey, which is like a monastery, right? It's like a yeah, it's like um uh, for all a these holy place, <laughs> all these guys, and that has this like. Like then had like a, a layer of holy protection, like yeah. You don't go there. You don't cross into if there. Somebody seeks asylum. You're, they're safe. They're safe. You don't. And it's sanctuary. even like this invisible barrier of look. We may not do anything to you, and you can try to do what you wish to here, but yeah. um, you have to. You're holy. The you know you have to face at the holy yeah. gates. God's wrath. Right. God's wrath. So. This shows you right here um, in some fantastic dialogue as I move through, like, uh, all the way to 58, where he's standing there, the hounds and his soldiers are behind him, and then there's all the holy clerics um, over to the right side with uh, that, uh, whatever the name of that place was, behind them. Just a great pullback setting of, like, what we're dealing with. They want to go to the monastery, and the clerks are, the clerics are like, I don't think so, and you'll burn in hell. <laughs> <laughs> And it, we have the backstory to understand where Blackthorn's coming from here. He's like, I regretted killing in the name of the church. It's not something yeah. I really believe in anymore. And I'm going to go forward and find um, the culprit and find these merry men. And, uh, you know, like my soul's already damned is kind of what yeah. he says in here, encapsulates it somewhere, right? He's like, the things that he did for the church. Definitely. I mean, like, and then also look at the cape. Yeah, the cape in the when there you see the monastery on the right and oh, all the guys gosh. and it's like reaching towards them. Uh huh. And then when it's the shot where Blackthorn and then they're in front of him and it's kind of like wildly. Oh going yeah. On both sides. Look at that! It's like twelve feet out on both sides. Yeah. This thing is insane. Maybe he has a. It's like how Venom reacts to sound or fire, right? Or sonic pulses. Um, yeah. This is how the 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 cape that is alive, uh, for lack of a better name, reacts when holy clerics are nearby. It's like bleh, panic, like I'm going twelve <laughs> feet out, <laughs> right? Definitely, this is. I mean, it's wild. Yeah, totally I mean, wild. He's, he just kind of doesn't even care about the whole damnation thing. So he's like, you know what? We're going regardless. Yeah. <laughs> A great scene, page of uh, 59 on top, where he's just like, what would you know of damnation as he's holding a cleric by the throat? Yeah. You know, you're, you, we, know, we know what he did. We know, you know, we know why he's, he believes he's, his soul is damned. Damned to hell. But, yeah, he uh, sent, well, he's telling him that he damned him when he sent him over there to the Holy Land. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, he just had... I, I, I love that it was like a, 
again, we have the backstory as to why he's storming the gates at a monastery. Mm-hmm. We understand what he went through here. Great character development, and it pays off. Like, here it is. Oh, yeah. And when it goes into 1187, so... Hmm. Before the Crusades. further, yeah. Right? Because 1191 was the Crusades? Yeah. 1191 was the Crusades, so. and then 1187, just a, just a few years. I mean, he's younger. Yeah. Looking. Yeah. They could have adjusted these years a bit, like, or even just left yeah. it off. You know, you could have just said a long time ago. You know, they, that's yeah. all you got to do. <laughs> it's a storytelling element. Don't get too caught up in the actual years. Then it makes us do math, and we're like, oh, he yeah. looks like 20 years younger here, and this is only five years True. ago. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Although everyone lived to be only like 30 something in these times, right? So maybe. True. Yeah, they didn't live very long. But like, all right, so I will say this is my favorite. Part three is my favorite, except for. It has singing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this and, is a... Um, like a sea shanty or whatever it is. Right. Know. I don't think that was needed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's kind of random. Like, I see that there's, like, a bard, you know, singing while he's about to fight these two guys in this bar. But I don't, I don't think it was really needed to have that and continue <laughs> it throughout... I agree yeah. with you, man. I've had this struggle with music and comics for years and years and years. I, I'll I'll try to in my head the very first line of it, get the vibe of the sound, yeah. and then I'll skip it. Yeah, see, that's what I was I was starting to do. I, I would I was reading it and trying to like you know get the song going in my head, but <laughs> then it's like you're trying to read their dialogue and then a random verse from the song uh-huh. and then back to their dial and then a random ver- like is this as there's a fight scene going on and stuff like i was like you know what i'm not even gonna read <laughs> i'm just gonna look at the fight scene and it, i think it played better that yeah. way just looking at what was going on rather than reading the singing there there was a a moment in the witcher did you watch witcher on netflix Yes. And there's that that. guy singing in the bar the whole time. Uh, It's the same element here. You're like, I know, you know what else I know? A lot of times writers are smart in comics. They'll tie in that song to sort of what's happening or to be an undertone of the Nottingham story. I know it's in there. There's a layer probably, but I find myself going, okay, there's the first part of the song. How pleasant a sailor's life he passes Mm -hmm. and remains. And then I go, I got it. And I skip it. Yeah. So, no, I'm yeah. with you, man. It's funny that you found, uh, again, you haven't been exposed. Imagine 40 years of how many songs I've popped up uh, in 40 years of reading comics, how many songs I've seen and skipped. Sorry. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> I understand it's to go with the, the time. You know, you know, bards are in bars or whatever. But. Bar bards? Yeah. I, don't, I just felt like with that kind of fight going on, the bard is going to stop singing. Yeah. It's going to get... <laughs> Wouldn't he? Quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Awkward. Yeah. But no, he just like, la, 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 I'm going to sing the thing and then the prophet yeah. you and would you not commit? He's like, enough of this! And fight's happening. And, you know, <laughs> it's like, oh, it's, someone would have thrown a chair, a chair would have went flying through and hit the bard. Like, yeah. he would have stopped playing a long time ago, I think. But this, uh, more importantly, this is the cleric, right? This is the crusader guy uh, finding uh, Blackthorn. This yeah, is the so recruiting. This is where they... It's basically like he's having this fight in this bar. He n- knocks the guy out or kills him. Mm-hmm. You know, and then he's... Blackthorn's running away. He finds a church. And that's when the cleric invites him in. 
And then there's the whole, you know, welcome. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like they're gonna They're gonna hide you. We're gonna you're gonna, gonna have sanctuary. Yeah. They're looking for you and they'll they'll they're gonna find you. Yeah. And um it's a They'll great sequence. Bust this door down and take you. Yeah. <laughs> so this is your one option. Yep. You know, they Send blackmail him. They blackmail him, really. Right? Yeah. Definitely. He they're basically like, you have no option. Go join the crusades. That's yep. your only way of freedom. Yeah. Or else you're just gonna be tarred and feathered. Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> I I I got a hint of here too, like that he was probably poor. So in these days, if yeah. you did something like this in a bar and hurt someone to that level, or maybe potentially murdered them in a bar fight, you were yeah, you were killed. Probably head chopped off. Yeah, or something, <laughs> right? Something like that. I imagine there's, especially if the guy he killed was a guy with money. Yep. Or importance. Mm-hmm. So, so then that's uh, as we get uh, again digital reader page like sixty-two. Um, you know, it shows the guy fall down, shows him that he's potentially hurt. 63, he's a beautiful scene of him running through the rain in this, this uh, you know, very kind of poor slum-ish kind of whatever. The whole town looks like yeah. this. And Nottingham looks kind of like it's yeah, just it filled is. with poor people. Very little middle class or upper class. It's just like, right? The f- yeah. The foot of the castle is very, uh, it's squalor. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, you're right. Banging on the door of uh, the monastery, right? 63 at the bottom. Oh, yeah. I kind of went way ahead. Sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. No worries. I, I, I'm getting caught up to you. So then they're yeah, having the conversation, right, about like, hey, go um, kill people for religion or um, probably or get, get killed. killed. Yeah. yeah. And he's in the boat. Now I'm on the page 66 here. This yeah. moves, this this comic issue moves so fast and so nice. And you, here's where we get the foreshadowing of the, of the part three or whatever of the oh, ocean yeah. and the boat. Ocean. And here we are. And there and it is. And more singing. More singing. <laughs> Then why should we quarrel for riches? Or, you know, like, okay, got it. Moving on. Yeah. A light heart and a thin pair of bre- Now I'm doing pirate voice yeah. as I hear this song, of course. <laughs> for some reason, they're See, in a I ship. Didn't, I, didn't even, I didn't even read any of that. I, I just looked at the visuals. And then I was like, all right, now we're back to present day-ish, you know, whatever. Yep. Back to the <laughs> hand on the throat on the, against the tree yeah. right at the uh, monastery. And, and uh, yeah, he's look at look at how... Blackthorn's puffed up, right? The feathers on yeah, on he's, the... he's angry and he doesn't care about their whole you know, God'll smite you. Yep, yeah. You'll be smited. And <laughs> you know, your sins and, and penance and, and kneel and you know, all those words. Damnation and worship and <laughs> faith. And then he's like, F you, advance and they just they're storming the the storming the monastery. We're gonna get our man. How dare you raise your blade to me? I'm the bloody sheriff of Nottingham. I love that. That's 68. <laughs> yeah. And he takes, a again, another mace or whatever that thing is. And yeah, I don't know. A little clang. I like that. So quick to demonize sheriff. Yeah. And, uh, and here we go. We're fighting. These, these, they have a hit. Again, we have the history. We have the backstory. 69. They're, they're, I love the swishing of action in this, right? See the action lines of the... So we sort of know where the swish of the sword is coming from little subtle thing they do in comics. Oh, yeah. You can see the swish coming from there and, and just the clang, the sort of explosion of two metal pieces hitting is beautiful. <laughs> right. Oh, so I think this is where he explains it. 
They steal from Nottingham's tax collectors, and every time they steal, the taxes go up. Oh, yeah. They steal from the poor and the giving. It's not even a fraction of what's been taken. Oh, yeah. So Nottinghamshire's poor wouldn't be so. So that's that's him basically saying Robin Hood's not doing this for the poor. He's doing this for his benefit. And that's huge. Yeah. That is a huge, huge plot element. This, this, this whole page. And like where he's like, as, as for where the money is really going, your guess is as good as mine. Wow. So that's... Yeah. He knows the system's corrupt. He knows there's a yeah. problem, but he knows that Robin Hood is not solving this problem. Like, he's no. making it worse. And that twists it. We'll talk about the twist. There it is, like, in a way, right? Yeah. Robin Hood's manipulating the poor for his good. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to figure out why. What is what is the purpose of him stealing from the rich, not really giving to the poor, mm-hmm. just giving them enough to keep them in his pocket basically yep he's paying the poor off to keep them as part of his his soldiers yep yeah and then giving it to uh what was it richard the lionheart the king that yeah is off Building in the, the crusades is he yeah. still crusading yeah, he's, off in the, he's crusading still they're waiting for him to come back if he even is alive wow <laughs> still, or you know like he's hoping that he comes back and when he comes back he'll have this huge pot of money waiting for him wow yeah that's a big plot point here and and then uh it's interesting that they're he's laying out such a big plot point as he's fighting you know there's really no time you know they could have done that in a a quiet moment or they're standing there but i'm okay with it because you know who has the time you're thinking he's swinging a a sword and he's like (laughs) as for where the money is you know like nobody (laughs) yeah you know i I would have saved it as just a writer i would have maybe put that in a spot where there's yeah, not little, action happening. Or it could have been right before. Exactly. When they were talking. He has his hands on his throat still yeah. and, you know, just explains. Like, this is why, you know, this needs to be stopped. Yeah. And then some brutal, lovely action. Page 70, just fight scenes, just maces and all these crazy <laughs> medieval weapons flying in directions and blood and swishes and cracks. And it's just beautiful. But if you notice, like, none of the... The clerics, I guess. None of them besides the one or two in the pictures. Not Just one. Just one hit to one of the soldiers. The rest of them are either getting hit or laying down. <laughs> yeah. About to be killed. Not really made for fighting, you know, so. No. I guess we're, the message was clear here. You know, this is not, it's a one-sided fight. They're yeah, going to get run right they'll over. They'll defend their, their monastery, but they're not going to win right. the fight, basically. They have God on their side. They yeah. have your sins and your damnation and smiting and all that. Yeah. <laughs> what do they need to be uh, super duper fighters? But uh, and then as this as this fight's going on, seventy one, they hear this like ah and this crash, yeah. and they're like, "What's <laughs> going like, on what in there?" Yeah. Uh huh. If they can hear that that far out from where they were, it must have been just a you know blood curdling scream. Yeah. And then we kind of dip back into the letter, right? They work together. And we go back into the letter, mm-hmm. which we quickly find out is a suicide letter, basically. Yes. And that's crazy that they time that out so perfectly. The letter develops to that point. We hear the yeah. yell. Like, again, uh, just so well written, the timing of that uh, unveil, if you will, that the, that the whole time the letter, it's a, it's oh, a yeah. suicide note. 
and then times out with his scream and they get into the room and uh, you see the feet and uh, the silhouette of uh, Alan hanging from the monastery ceiling. It's crazy. And then just Blackthorn <laughs> dropping the F-bomb. Yeah. <laughs> and then the... You didn't, mo- the- you didn't want to kill him. Like, you can... Just that, him saying that alone. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't want him to die. No. I feel like... I don't Alan, know what he would have done with him, but, I mean... Right. He, he didn't want this to happen to his friend. Yeah, what was he? I mean, there was only a few outcomes, really. You may, maybe he tortured him, got some information, and let him go, or he just straight murdered the guy. Like, what was... There wasn't... Yeah. Very, very, it was one of three things that were going to happen, right? Basically. Yeah, and with the, the Lord that is watching over everything i'm pretty sure he would have wanted him dead that's true maybe there was only one other option so so yeah he does that and he's like alan you can see the look on 74 of of you know blackthorn's disappointment that you know he did respect him too and i think he respected him too like alan is a fighter you know the guy bested him and let him live i think there in those times there was a little extra respect i think that maybe alan earned that yeah and uh yeah he gives him this letter and this pendant. Yeah, like a brooch or whatever, right? Yeah. Looks like the hand of the king from Game of Thrones. Looks very much like that. Yeah. Game of Thrones. Where, do you watch Game of Thrones? I didn't really. Ask I you. did. Did you watch the new one? I watched it. I haven't just started like a few days ago, right? Oh, you mean like, yeah? They we're on episode two today at six. Yeah, but no, like the game Game of Thrones, like the show, the uh-huh. first show, whatever. the original. Yeah, I liked it until the end, you know. Oh yeah, like most people, yeah. <laughs> I was not, yeah, I was not a fan of how it ended, but you know, it was a great show for a while. Right. But uh, it looks like that it's, hand of the king uh, I brooch. Get that hand of the king, yeah. Yeah, with the heavy heart, end of the letter, I basically right, and the deepest regret, mm-hmm. Alan, and then for his family, beautiful, but best kept between us for his family. So there, he does him. He does him a solid. He's returning the favor in a way, right? Yeah. Not telling the family he killed himself and there's the his 30 pieces of silver, you know, and again, yeah. respect for two warriors. I guess that's probably the best way that would have ended for their situation. Oh, yeah. Right? I don't know. I think so. I think it was really, I mean, I think that's why Alan did it. It was yeah. really the only, he saw the outcomes and he said this is the only way that he can go out on his own terms. Yeah. And... Blackthorn doesn't have to watch him be killed. Yeah. Basically, he doesn't have to watch him be beheaded or whatever the Lord would have made him do. Yeah. Would have been gruesome. And and the Lord might have made, even made Blackthorn kill him. And yeah. He probably wanted to avoid that. So. And or even just running and being a fugitive for his whole life, like always yeah. looking over. Like he just, you know, he he was he was like, I just don't want to live that way, you know. Yeah, who knows? Who knows what it would have done to his family too? Yeah, this way they have some sort of closure. Yeah, so definitely like an honorable. So I, you know, in any way, if you can, whatever you kill yourself, etc. Complicated, <laughs> yeah. but still, yeah, you know, maybe the best that could, I don't know. It's it's complicated. I like all that. It's a, it's controversially complicated. And how does he, how do you feel yeah. about that? But, you know, they respected each other as warriors, and I think that's the big message, right? They respected each oh, other. Yeah. So back into the Sherwood Forest. Oh, man, some lightning and a horse on 75. Beautiful silhouette in the rain and lightning, etc. 
action mm-hmm. blue swooshes and made Marion. And this ginormous dude with a tiny head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at those shoulders on uh yeah, he's he's brooding. Guy is giant. Yeah. Look at where his head is compared to his shoulders. <laughs> like this is little John, right? Yeah, little John. Yeah, little John isn't so little. Yeah. Of course, an so ironic name. But man, his shoulders are like literally of like six to eight inches yeah. above his head. He's the Hulk. I mean, he he's, he's, he's huge. He's, and he's going to be a character we're going to see more of. He's a formidable character and the relationship there between Marion and little John, right? Yeah. He's like the muscle I'd say mm-hmm. to their merry men. Yep, he's got that striking beard and bald head and sort of the braids in his beard and the beard's like crazy long. Just great-looking character. And I think what's f- interesting about the bottom of page 76 is that smile oh, is yeah. the teeth there. Isn't that like Robin Hood's uh <laughs> the merry mask the merry men's mask like they took that spot yeah. and they're like that looks good. Let's make a mask out of that. That's just his his smile is yeah. his mask. Kind of maniacal, right? Uh. And uh, that's the end of that part as we see uh, part four here. A, a nice uh, parchment backing and a half-silhouetted Maid Marian. I, I love that down below we see just sort of knights battling. Uh, yeah, I don't know what kind of knights. We'll tie into that, I'm sure, like coming up soon. Knights fighting knights. So, yeah, I don't know. As we and then I love the this is the cover yeah of, of issue four with uh, the oh, the yeah. hundreds of masks behind him. Um, I noticed that uh, Little John's is on the top of this pile or at least one like his because he has the horns oh, that come the out the sides. Yeah, isn't Little John's like that? I think so. I believe so. We'll find that out. So. But very cool. These almost look like gremlins all around him or little little monsters, little tiny monsters all around him while he's sitting in. Yeah, something like a, a throne chair. of throne of heads. Yeah, there you go. Another maybe Game of Thrones reference to the uh, <laughs> the Iron Throne. This is the the faces, the Merryman Mask Throne. He'll kill all these guys. Mm-hmm. End it all. Right. So we get to see the Lord Jerkus again, Jerkus Lord. <laughs> <laughs> a bait too set, good set to resist. Of, of, a bait, a plan. Mm-hmm. A tournament. They love to do tournaments in these times for whatever, for various reasons. They yeah. have TV. No. <laughs> Children being born. Uh, you know, these they they don't have wars, and so they put you know warriors against each other in in times of peace to yeah. practice. I guess to I don't know, like a, sh- a show of strength. Yeah. Or something. Somewhere I heard was kind of funny when someone said these tournaments people would you know, kill each other. Like, uh, why would you want to kill your top fighters? Like, you know, you, you kind of need them. Yeah. Like, you know, what, <laughs> why is everything to the death, uh, with your own <laughs> fighters and you're just wasting yeah. fighters, you know, like why have it to the death? But, uh, anyway, they, they, you know, they don't have a lot of war. It's peace or whatever. And they have tournaments for, for this reason. Well, they probably got money for it. And, you know, some of these guys probably aren't super rich. Yeah. They probably. True. Them pay for their living. But I think this is like asking for problems, throwing a tournament to kind of unveil the merry men or to get them to come out like and you're inviting them into the gates of Nottingham. Putting a lot of innocent people in harm's way. Yeah. That's a, 
and or they're they're just too close to the prize. Like they, you know, if if uh, some things go wrong, they could very well lose this castle. You got all of the merry men in there. Yeah. Like it's just kind of inviting problems. I think it's it's too much of a bold idea and and maybe not completely thought through. We'll see as we go through yeah, this. Uh, I don't think it was completely. The tournament has begun, right? They're they're doing their thing, and uh, this is supposed to be this is medieval times. Welcome to medieval times. This is where the chicken comes out, and you don't get any silverware, and you have to eat the little chicken, <laughs> yeah. and then uh, and then they all have colors and flags, and you're yelling for your colors, and uh, yeah, isn't there? A, I think in this in a minute, there's a falcon that a falcon that goes around the arena. Um, <laughs> I'm describing every moment of yeah. medieval times. If you haven't been. Uh, Did you ever go to medieval times? Time. Yeah, it's been a long, long time. I went to that little pirate thing not too long ago. The that's not good. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not good. It wasn't good. Patsy, um, my wife Patsy loves medieval times. I don't know if everybody told you this, but like almost every year, like before COVID, that her she wanted to always go to medieval times. We've been so many really? times. It's her thing. I think that's All why right. she loves Game of Thrones so much. It's just nice. kind of that whole. I mean, it's, it's a cool like experience for sure. I think. So. We even had like I don't know, uh, yearly. my steps, <laughs> yeah, yearly. My stepson uh, played football with a guy that was an uh, was a knight, so we knew one of the knights. Oh, we we're like, cool. "Hey, how you doing?" You know, nice. but uh, yeah, we spent a lot of time in medieval times. <laughs> Very cool. I mean, I think it's a cool experience, definitely. Right. Uh, Eating the chicken really with your hands, like, you know, try food. to immerse <laughs> you in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They do. But um, here we go. The tournament has begun. Beautiful. Coloring, clashing. It's jousting. much jousting. It's a much brighter feeling and thing going on, right? Yeah. It's like happy times. Mm-hmm. Happy so times. Except for Blackhorn. Blackhorn is black. I mean, just... <laughs> in his demeanor, in his outfit, yeah. in just everything, right? It's just shrouded yeah, in his... darkness. It's darkness. But, yeah, then you just got, you got all the little... You got the jousting, the sword fight. Mm-hmm. The, I don't know, there's a whole bunch of them fighting all together. Is it a two-page splash? Um, like uh, for me, it's page eighty-four. But um, past where they show the crowds and Robin Hood on the far left, does that? Because I'm reading okay, it on yes, digitally. It's a, a two-page two splash. Two pages where there's the top. It goes left to right and there's bottom that goes all the oh, way nice. over so the folding doing the, folding the part is that part. is that middle flag that's above the uh the yes. crowd that's like the fold right there yeah oh, okay cool and the archery competition splits his own arrow the famous scene that we all know with robin hood yeah. splitting the arrow right yeah that's i mean amazing he switched hands and split the arrow for another bullseye Wow, very cool. Very little finish. dialogue in all these little <laughs> sections, right? We're moving quickly, like very little dialogue. Oh, yeah. Well, because I feel like this this situation is moving quickly. Yeah. All of a sudden, that guy's dead, and now here come the Merrymen. Yep. See, he called it. Slashing throats, putting yep. their helmets on, their masks on. Yep, and they, I kind of called this when I first read that first part i was like this is a bad idea yeah and here it very much is definitely bad idea. yeah because now they're they're all there they're surrounding them yep and there's little john making his proclamation right yeah i am little john and i bring tidings from the man you call hood 
just you know telling you know everybody <laughs> as people are running in terror you know and just trying fleeing to, trying to bring people into their fold mm-hmm. while at the same time killing all these soldiers yep and the bottom of that page uh, is maybe the only kind of duh moment, you know, from uh, oh, yeah. Blackthorn. They're not here for the bloody prize. They're here for Nottingham. You know, in my brain, I was like, take over. I was like, duh, you know, yeah. so you there invited them in the situation. Yeah. To just completely surround everybody. They got to get comfortable. Yep. And when I don't know why they would think that they would just waltz on in there with their masks on and <laughs> like, yeah, we're here. Hello. Yeah, everything's no. fine. No, nothing to worry about. Yeah. You, they didn't even like uh, check weapons at the door. There was no one there, like going, you know, put your swords and you know we have to patch it down. Like nothing. They just let people into the Nottingham <laughs> Square, whatever, with uh, you know swords and arrows and everything. Yeah. So what they think was going to happen? <laughs> and yeah, Mary in there saying like, I think you just listen to him. Here's a nine-panel page, also Watchman-esque, yeah. on uh, page eighty-seven. As we're rounding the rounding third here, this is coming to a, it comes to a closing end because the back matter is pretty heavy. So, well, she's a, she's thinking in her head like this isn't what I said that they should do. Uh huh. So, playing both sides fails. Her pulling, pulling the strings is kind of not working out to her her liking. Mm-hmm. And after that, uh, again, beautiful scene. Rain starting on on page eighty-eight. And the crowds now, like you said, Faces innocent and... bystanders being killed. And how are they recruiting when they're just like killing? If you don't, if you don't join us, we'll stab you. Basically, at the <laughs> moment, whoever whoever's killing the nobles, I guess, with them is going to be a part of their group. Yep. So it just mayhem has broken out here, and I, I enjoy it all. It's just wonderful. I love the paneling. Look on the right side of uh, page eighty-eight where the crowds and whatnot are dispersing there's just sort of like shadow there on the right side of just teeth you see that oh yeah on the left and yeah. right this is oh, where they is use it? they're called gutters in comics a lot of times these are called gutters because they're on those edges that's yeah. kind of cool when they put art in those gutters kind of they do it every now and then i mean not as creepy as that but, mm-hmm. but then we have little john with all his his soldiers or whatever and he's just destroying people's <laughs> brains again those melons that he just like it's just like he's popping melons they're just yeah. kind of exploding when and he, i imagine these guys have no heads afterwards yeah these yeah it's just huge they're headless they swinging this skull thing yeah that it's, it's like a giant Skull with these giant horns, and yeah, his <laughs> opponent's heads are just exploding. I, th- I think that it's such a c- crazy cool visual there, though, yeah. right? But brutal. Very brutal, but he's he's a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. man, he's just murdering, murdering. And they're just mowing through these people. Mm-hmm. And the sheriff's just trying to retreat. Yep. As much as possible, and... And yeah, Jerkborn or Gizborn, <laughs> he's like, lead the way, let's get out of here, we retreat slowly yeah. and together. As the rain comes down, and it's just just beautiful. They try to put up a, a final little fight, but they don't realize how many merry men there are. Yep. 
And they got a little Maybe. tiny line, and then that next page, I love that, 891, how it shows, yeah, their little line, and then all the Merry Men coming down that. Break them. Yeah, the alleyway. Break them! Great action, though. They they kick up the detail here, Mr. Volk does, the oh. artist. I love that middle panel right there of uh, Blackthorn slicing through. Again, this guy's whole midsection is yeah. exploding. And look at what the cape's doing there. It's got tendrils yeah. almost. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, it does. I don't even notice that. Hard to even see and understand what you're looking at, just that it's cape yeah. and this right arm and then explosion of a guy's midsection. Just <laughs> the brutal violence here is just surprising and shocking and awesome at the same time. And then they, they get quickly overrun. Yep. And I close the gap, close, and they're running, and the, just very few words, and he's got that, whatever that thing is called with the chain and the ball at the end. I know there's a name for that, too. Yeah. And, and he gets smacked in the face with it. Yeah. He recovers. He's okay. <laughs> yeah. He's a tough dude. <laughs> he, has, he, has, he has a panel of, you know, or two of being down, but he, he gets back up, and he keeps going. Yeah. No, then we got Marion just... Uh, she she thinks she's a hardcore fighter now, so she pulls up the sword. I like though that they they uh they they move away from like she's the damsel in distress, yeah. you know. You're like, oh, she you picks know, up a sword. These these panels are really bright. Yeah, very much Everything a change. Really bright, yeah. a little gear change, right? And she's she's out there fighting because she's like, well, she got to pick a side. Yeah. So. You know what else? Take a note of uh, Marion's dress. Look how long yeah, it is at the top of that page. Long, right. It's is it alive? Much like Blackthorn's black cape. Definitely seems like, especially like, Look I mean, how, throughout all these fight scenes where it's just kind of like going all over the place. And she can fight here. She like handles herself. Yeah. She kills a merry man, a merry man, merry person. She on. Yeah. And you're like, okay. Yeah, look at the pose for her on ninety four. Yeah, She's got arms spread and gutting the the merry man. Yeah, and her her again, her dress turning into a a, a symbiote and this cloak that's alive. But yeah, it's like superhero stance almost for her, and she just members this merryman. I thought that's just so cool. And. Uh, and then Blackthorn, I love that he's down, right? Still recovering from the hit with that mace, but still manages to dodge an arrow flying by his head. He's like, whoosh, and like moves. Oh, yeah, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> wow. like, You're going too fast. Got to slow I it know. down. <laughs> and the line there, too. Look at the line on that top of uh, yeah, there's, 94. Yeah, there's no, there's no match there. Zero. I got to run. their superior numbers. Yeah, look at that. I mean, they're outnumbered like five to seven to one or something. And well, the, the the next scene where they're just backing up through the the bridge to the gates, and there's like tons of them. There's, yeah, there's a few soldiers. There's the nobles, and there's just what looks like probably hundreds. Yeah, and then you see little John, and and he's huge he's just so giant I love this thing they did here right it's uh, again we're on page uh, 95 it's four of the same 
bridge scenes that are pulled away a bit and it seems yeah. like the water is rushing through this sort of bridge again showing the scale of nottingham castle probably things giant it's got like a moat or river going through one part of it it seems like a river because the way the water is just crashing against the, the side of the yeah wall there but isn't that cool this is something you'll see in comics sometimes it's kind of like they use the background over and over again but they yeah. but they move the characters along in it the set pieces so it's like a stationary photo of of one spot four times but then you see yeah, the it's characters move it really shows kind of how screwed they are yeah <laughs> I like, think that's the point right they're they're no match for the numbers that that they have coming their way yep zero match but I love that and then. Uh, then you get like, this is a very kind of comic booky next page ish kind of nineties top of ninety six where they're all sort of coming towards us uh, like that, yeah. and look at the cape behind him right it's just it's inglorious it's like covering everybody you like are he's safe. kind of protecting them all mm-hmm yeah I've got you let's go and run and then the thud that action of the gate door closing oh yeah so cool like they barely made it did a good job of conveying action of moving the pace of making it feel. Oh, yeah. Like an intense, great job, and then thud, you know, closed, and then still panel. Like, oh, like they get a great job of moving the action. Breathe for a minute. That's when he's trying to figure out how many soldiers they have left. Not nearly enough when we go to the next page. Yeah. (laughs) Not nearly enough. One of my favorite sort of single panels, if you will, because it's a single splash page, I believe, right? Yeah. Yes. And they're all on the bridge. Shouting his name. So cool looking, yeah. Of the pointiness of his of Robin Hood's hat there, you know, yeah. Really get the full display of his of his you know, Robin Hood costume. So, He's just looking upon his people. Right, you are my people. <laughs> A shepherd tends to his flock. There you go. See, says it perfect. And he's already basically in the castle. Yep. Because he's he's on top of it. Yep, he's on top of it. He's on the uh, other side. So. And then he's uh, and then he's like, arrest Maid Marian. He's figured it out basically. He knows yeah. that she's in the middle. How <laughs> dare you explain yourself? Says Lord Jerkus. <laughs> and he and he explains. He's like, look, let me break it down for you. And he does. He did his he did his homework. That's what he describes in these panels, right? Just like killer was left-handed, and Marian can actually fight, and the brooch, and it all just sort of makes sense. He had his uh, evidence and. And Lord yeah. Lord Jerkus um, was like, yeah, I guess you're right. Alan gave him that last bit of evidence in his like final moments, basically, yep. and be like, this this is the key to put it all together. Still doing his honorable thing and helping out his sort of friend that he in honor to uh, yeah. to help nail Maid Marian, <laughs> which we all would you and I knew was coming, but yeah. uh, that's the end of part four. And we're the end part now. Here we go. The last and final part of Nottingham, Volume 1. What do you think so far, man? I'm thinking this is this is great. This is definitely a hit. hit. I'm excited to read the next five. Well, I'll give, I'll give you a little hint in the end. No, maybe it's released. Um, they've, uh, they've, Volume 2 is uh, ready to be sold. I believe it's... Uh, I'll have to look at the date, but uh, Volume 2 is coming. Or again, I can... Uh, I'll hook you up. I got... I got Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So I could give you the floppies. I want to read them because this, I mean, it's great. Yeah. So far, these last four parts have just, it's just 
constantly built up. It's gotten mm-hmm. better and better and better. There hasn't really been a part where it's dragged or anything, or there's been like, you know, filler. Mm-hmm. There hasn't really been any of that. It's just yeah. I think it's really good. It's lean and mean. It it doesn't yeah. yeah. Maybe the song, I'd say, were the only thing that you could say would be filler. Yes. <laughs> But even yeah, that yeah. was, you know, not not too drawn out. No, not no. And we skipped it yeah. anyway, so it didn't really three feel was, like. <laughs> like I said, three was which were had the song in it was like one of my favorite parts. Yeah. Me even too. with the song. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, part five, we get Little John in his devil horn, whatever <laughs> that thing is that makes people's heads explode. Yeah. Just showing he's, uh, you know, doing his Incredible Hulk thing, and down below him is kind of a. A great just little scene of uh, merry men versus, you know, officers of of Nottingham and the right. sheriff, and kind of that same like earlier, right? This is his 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 hands are on this. It's like his yeah. part part of his doing, <laughs> and uh, foreshadowing a bit. And then the cover of uh, pay, the next page, which is great, of yeah. Robin Hood with that Joker that smile. smile. <laughs> can tell we made the masks from him. There you can almost see like he has a his mask without the actual mask on. Yeah. Realize he's, oh. he's smiling because basically his plan is coming to fruition. Yeah. And Marion look looking as well like she's nefarious involved yeah. in something. But smug. uh smugness. But I love this next this next six panels on this on page uh 102 where we get some sort of zoom ins of of nottingham's face and uh, which i believe is robin hood because it's got the dual soul patches right and the mustache so we're identifying that at the door here and that fourth panel i just love it's like they're looking down yeah do you notice that like they're kind of staring down a well or something yeah that's what it looks like into the tunnels into the tunnels just so cool so the Merry Men are upon their siege upon Nottingham Castle. This is like the culmination. This is the end, right? Like, is the Merry Man going to take over and take the castle? Or will Blackthorn kill Robin Hood? Like, it's coming down. This is the definitely feeling like the end of an arc of a storyline oh, yeah. part. We're, we're building. We're leading. They're, over num- they're outnumbered by, by 10 to 1, uh, right? And they're not coming through the way that they expected that they were be coming through. Nope. They and know some secrets. Yes, they've got an insider, right? <laughs> so I like that uh, we also get to see on the next, uh, skipping forward a little to 104, we see Lord Jerkus with <laughs> some scars, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah somebody. He, he actually got hit a few times, it looks like. Right. He's like, good, that guy needs to have his ass kicked, you know? <laughs> Definitely. And you get to see sort of a hall that they're that they're into, showing a, a bigger scale again of, of Nottingham Castle, where there's like nine of them, like ten of them. Yeah, well, there it's big, but then it's also like, yeah, there there's hardly any any of them left. Yeah, they're, How, they're in, in danger. They're in bad <laughs> danger. Yeah. So uh, here he goes. So he realizes. They're probably going after Marion. Mm-hmm. And why? Because she knows things. Yes. <laughs> and Just we, like the last guy that knew things. Yep. <laughs> and uh, bottom of 105, he's like, very well. Alone it is then, Blackthorn. Yes, my lord. You had better bring me his bloody head. He's cloakless. 
He's without oh, his yeah, cloak. Uh-huh. What, what the heck? No cloak. His power. His source of power. Uh, well, it's like he's going back to his um, his war days. Crusade Crusades. days. Preparing he's to gonna go hack and slash and kill everybody he sees. Yep. Which he does. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. They do it again with five horizontal panels on page uh, 106 showing yeah, the same thing again. <laughs> Did you like that? It's like, it's like one of those – it reminded me of one of those um, like the old video games where you're just kind of like going by. 2D side scrollers. Yeah. One of my favorites. That's what it reminded me of. Definitely. Totally. And he just, yeah, (laughs) slashes through the, chops a guy in half, basically, with his sword. Yeah. I believe he's, and then just showing him at the end. Or reminds me of those flip books, you know, like if you had that uh, on something and you flipped it, tick, 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 like an animation. I think that'd be cool. But uh, yeah, he says another F-bomb as he meets them, he meets Little John and a couple of pretty, uh, pretty swollen, pretty buff merry men. (laughs) So and he just hacks through those guys like nothing. Yeah, well, I mean, one of them is head right off. <laughs> it's in the one v one situation. Uh huh. And here we go. This is the fight we've been waiting for. This is the one we've wanted. How will Nottingham do versus Little John in this gold staff thing? He's got head exploder. We'll call it. He, he gets. He gets hit. Yeah. Like badly but then he kind of just shakes it off yeah and he takes uses his own weapon against him yeah and that's awesome so like also they cut away from it so you're like okay did he kill little john like we're uh, you know we we cut away to uh, a couple of um nottingham soldiers getting getting arrows in their clavicles (laughs) and this is maybe my favorite uh maybe my favorite one of definitely on page 109 of of Robin Hood in mostly darkness. Oh, yeah. Right? Just with the bow and arrow right there, just ready. Yeah, <laughs> that, that sort of he just let it go kind of fling thing happening yeah. with, his, with his hand. And he's just mostly in darkness. And the left eye is lighting up. I love it. And then the panel below it is that venom face thing again with the hood where you can only see the teeth and eyes. He's ready to shoot again. Yeah, I just love that that shadowing behind him on, on page 109 and the light on the left. Like, it's just wonderful. Yeah, this is... I, I really like... I like the whole, like, creepy smile. On the, yeah. And then he's he, like... Go ahead. And then he's just like... He looks over his... Or he's, I don't know if he's looking over his shoulder, but he knows that somebody's behind him and it's Blackthorn. Yep. But then he just has his regular eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, through the mask. Like, that's the first kind of extreme close-up where maybe we could see through yeah. the mask. But, you know, it's another thing in comics. They can fool around with that. doesn't really matter. But for dramatic effect, they show his eyes. So then we have to assume he got through Little John, right? Yeah. Whether Little John's dead or not, but he got through him. Which, yeah, he definitely uh, got, got through there. It was a cool fight. Not big dude. <laughs> and, and then, then he, now it's the fight with... He doesn't know who he is at this point, right? Right. Doesn't hadn't seen his face. Full on tackles him and keys go flying. All the arrows are going flying yeah. everywhere. It's madness happening. 
And then he's just Ooh. pummeling this mask like over and over and over again. Beating the mask in like crazy. Yeah. Until he shatters it and sees that it's Robin of Loxley. Robin of Loxley, who is a who is a noble, right? Who uh, yeah. the story goes, right? He he was uh, one that became uh, for the people, but he was a noble himself, um, stealing from the rich and giving to the poor. And so now he realizes, you know, there's a castle Loxley, and here he is, like the yeah. maybe the son of a noble, or he is the noble, and that's the reveal where he's like, what? So much for the voice of the voiceless. <laughs> And the confusion kind of gave Robin enough time to get him off him. Yeah. And then but who then do we... guess what? <laughs> guess what? Somebody picked up the keys. Somebody picked up the keys on page 112, <laughs> and it's, of course, Marion in the middle, we'll call her. <laughs> yeah. Now she's just kind of like, well, I'm going to kill both of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like, yeah, I'm going to be in the middle and just end the two of you, and... And she's got a sword. She's ready to go, and it's clear. I'll just have to kill you both. <laughs> and you're she like, knows how to fight. yeah, you're like, holy crap! She can handle both of these. She's fighting yeah. them both at the same time. And her, her cape is on point. Her dress, yeah. is on full, alive, green, flowing <laughs> cape of awesomeness that seems to be alive. Since he, since Blackthorn's got no cape, so no, neither of them do. I don't think. Yeah. So yeah, the just want to live in that glorious green dress flying around the room and it's just great and look at all the you go from the next page to the next page like zero it's just no dialogue it's just action no, it's just, just fighting hitting hitting every now and then somebody gets sliced well no actually not towards the end they both get sliced right yeah let's keep going there's just action marion gets a slice out of robin hood gets that lower leg area maybe the, the femoral artery i don't know you know it could be done <laughs> His wrist yeah. is bleeding too, and now it's Blackthorn and Marion, like in the kill strike position for them to kill Robin Hood. So, oh, what yeah. happens? Robin Hood's a good fighter too, kind of gets his way out of this thing, right? And now it's the uh, the old standoff. He's uh, Robin Hood's got Marion, and Nottingham's got a bow. Blackthorn's got a bow. Yeah, got the bow. What's going to happen? It's like. Is he as good a shot as Robin? <laughs> yeah. We never really seen him yeah, Blackthorn with a bow. Yeah, it's kind of rolls reversed right there. Mm-hmm. And plus, but, he's in cahoots with her, so does he really want to kill her? Or, yeah. but, or does he want to shut her up? You know, there's that whole thing again. Did she We're fail? They're both using each other. Yeah. So. But then, what do we go to? They're still talking. This is a lot of dialogue. Towards this the is end. maybe the most you've seen, but it's some heavy yeah. dialogue here of kind of what's happening and why, you know, like there's definitely some, uh, what do they call it? We were posturing where they're, yeah. they're definitely kind of explaining their sort of side of things here. And, you know, they're both, they both have their point of view. They're both, uh, they're both the good guy in their story, but there yeah, is definitely exactly. a villain here. And, I like that they're both posturing in that way, leaving it gray. Honestly, right? It doesn't. You don't really. Yeah, because Blackthorn's kind of trying to figure out, even shoot, shoot over some ideas that he thinks is the reason why. Like he thinks he says that all the money that you're not giving to the poor is going to the King's Crusade. Mm-hmm. And then you know he's like a clever ruse to be sure, even if I do say so myself. Mm-hmm. So he's like still not giving him the reason why he's hoarding most of the money that he's stealing. Right. But 
Maybe, yeah. maybe, he, maybe uh, Blackthorn kind of won his argument here in a, in a little bit of a way. I, I, can't, I went away with this part feeling like maybe Robin Hood is the bad guy. Oh, I think so. I, yeah? I feel like, yeah, I definitely feel like, because he's not, Robin Hood's not being really honest with his own followers. Mm-hmm. Maybe even Little John doesn't even know the full extent of what Robin Hood is doing. Mm-hmm. He's just got these people that are following, listening to him. So that's all he needs. Interesting take. Because I have read past this, and so I won't say anything to spoil me for you. But I, I love the 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 run, the chase scene, and Blackthorn manages to get an arrow into into Robin, and again drops yeah. the f bomb as that blood trail up the at the, uh, the top stairway. bottom of one twenty. So cool looking, right? And then and then we just hop right into normalcy <laughs> yeah like at, at the battle's over so he escapes i, I again uh, sometimes comics does this where you have to sort of fill in the pages between a little yeah i kind of saw that marion was sort of down nottingham was kind of had his butt kicked a little bit there too couldn't really chase after robin hood and yeah. robin hood i mean still had the numbers so he could have done more damage so i feel like he could have still taken over but i don't know there you, know, you don't really know what he wants still, even though it seemed like he wanted to just take over Nottingham. It also seems like he didn't really want to. He yeah. just wanted to show a force, like say that or, I could take over if I wanted to. Yeah. Or maybe get Marion or just get Marion. Maybe. Yeah. Just shut her up and kill her. Or maybe that was a singular, not really to take the castle, but to get Marion out or kill her. So There's yeah. Definitely a, a grander thing that he's after. Yeah. But, we just don't know. We don't know it yet. <laughs> Definitely feel like a, as this, I feel like we hit the crescendo. Now we're in the yeah. setup for six. Yes, definitely. We're in the shadow this is of. Definitely the end of this, this part. Yep. Which, what a great, right? Crescendo. It, it reached a point and yeah, it, uh, it, I think they may, I mean, if any little nitpicky thing, they might've, um, laid out how badly they were to not go chasing after Robin. It could have been a little more, you know, Blackthorn heals so quickly, but yeah. Marion was down. <laughs> you know, but a little exclamation point there might have, you know. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, it would have been maybe a little too easy if they just chased after him or something like that. They yeah. could have added more panels where they were chasing after him and then he came, he came across like a hundred merry men and, and they're just like, had him nope. back down. Yeah. Yeah. But because um, he didn't have the numbers. Yep. I feel I feel like he's smart enough to know that it's not worth chasing him because they don't have the numbers. Have, what, 20, 30 soldiers left. True. And then like in this where now where we're at is things have died down. Mm hmm. But there are a lot of the people have left and are now going to Robin's side. Right. And so that's uh, he kind of won, really, if you were weighing yeah. it out, right? More people are in the Merry Men now. Because if you look at where the one panel after the battle where he's, the Lord is saying people of Nottingham, and there's like 30 people over there. And yeah. then the other panels where Little John and Robin are looking over, and there's it looks like so many more people. Hundreds and hundreds of people. Yeah. Yeah. And who really won? <laughs> yeah, I think Robin Hood did. I think... This was a, uh, I think that's what, you're right, from the small crowd to the large crowd. You just look at the crowds. Uh, yeah. Maybe his mission was accomplished. He wanted to storm Nottingham, recruit some people, 
Maybe he wanted to get Marion out of there, but that was really it. He didn't need to take the castle. He just wanted more recruits. Yeah, he, he wanted to get his word more vocalized, I feel like, too. Like, Yep. Uh, it definitely was done. <laughs> yep. And so, uh, and then we get the, the cool sort of ending. I mean, we, Marion is healing. Uh, Robin Hood of Loxley is brooding. <laughs> yeah. Um, we see the backside of Little John. He's alive. I think, yeah. right? That's yeah, him. Yeah, he's, he's alive. Yeah, he's alive. And uh, Marion recovering. And a new Alan. Alan 2. Yeah. Uh, is a, a is new, new, new sidekick promotion. on your promotion. And the so. end for now. To be continued. <laughs> <laughs> Great ending, though, right? Just Definitely enough. Very, yes. Yeah, I think it was perfectly ended, and especially with... Like the whole, you know, seeing Robin have all these new followers. Yeah. And then he's got a new right-hand man or, or whatever mm-hmm. you want to yep. call him. Captain. Captain. But Alan to betray him too or, you know, who really is this guy that he's with? We, we don't know him. Yeah. <laughs> We need to, we need more information. This leaves this left me wanting more. I wanted to read issue six like immediately. Oh, that's like, why as soon as I finished, I, I texted you and I was like, <laughs> I need I need the rest. <laughs> Give me the rest. I need to read the rest. I will hook you up immediately. Awesome. And uh, yeah, let's. Uh, I mean. They give you some great back matter here too, which is nice. That's an, for the price of what you're paying for a, a trade yeah. collection. The concept art is solid. I mean, I love the layouts of concept art and design from Alan to to uh, Blackthorn, Little John, Little yeah. John <laughs> Guy Douche Jerkville, <laughs> Gisborne, Will Scarlet, which I like that they named him. Um, which one was he? I don't remember. Oh, he was the first one, the ginger yeah, to be killed. Friar Tuck. Yeah, Friar Tuck. Oh, okay. And then the castle itself, that's nice. They threw out a little bit of that. And then the, there's a cover gallery. That's so cool. The first one's probably my favorite. This uh, 616 comic store variant cover, art by Matt Dalton. Just a f- super that zoom up. really good. I'm gonna, brilliant. I'm going to go through them real quick. Uh, the watercoloring paint by Matt Dalton on point. Shout out to Six One Six Comics. Man, I would probably have to say the one, the next one over is probably my favorite. The second one by Miko Suyen. Yeah, with with the sword stabbing in with the blood splatter and oh, then yeah. the, the reflection of imagining that's a reflection of Nottingham in the blade. Yeah. That's beautiful too. That's a that's look at the difference in the mask too. Like that's not Robin Hood, I wouldn't think, right? It's got no. he doesn't have the, the definition. Another one of his followers or something. And then a sort of second treatment of that in a different coloring. Yeah, which is beautiful. And then I like they even like the cartoony one there that's done by Ekaterina. He kind of reminds me of um, from Spider Man, Green Goblin. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> Very one. much so. And Blackthorn, a little. Looks a lot like uh, you know the the crows, the Game of Thrones, right? It's got a John yeah. John Snow look. John Snowy, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But man, John great Snow cover is... gallery, nice little bonus. Even uh, yeah, Miguel yeah. Angel Zapata, Mar- M- Mad Cave Zone, throws in his cover art in there. <laughs> it's just beautiful. And the second printing cover again. That oh man, that's by Luca Romano. Beautiful. 
Don't skip the back matter, people. Get into this. It's really nice. Nice. The covers are wonderful. Good art. Yeah. It goes on, too. It's a good amount of pages here. Luca or uh, Andrea Muti. I have to give you this, too. The the one that's all like blue and gray and black down towards the bottom done by Andrea Muti. Yeah. He did a one shot. We um Nottingham or Mad Cave Studios did a Nottingham number one or Nottingham free comic book day edition. Like every day in the the last uh, Saturday in May or something like that, every year they do a free comic book day. All the shops give out comics. And Mad Cave Studios did a free one of Nottingham that's like a little tiny little side story. And I have it. It's like a separate little story. And uh, it's done by this artist, Andrea Muti, who's fantastic. And I have one of those for you. I've got one. Oh, sweet. Thank you. It's a free comic book day one. Worthy because a good one to get. A lot of times new comic book day, it's the same stuff. They just regurge whatever or reprint. Oh. But Mad Cave went, uh, brought their game up and put like a separate Actually. little side story with a different artist. Okay. That's pretty cool. Because I, like I read that. it th- thinking it'd be a, this like issue it's one like and it wasn't. Same, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll give you that. It's, it's very cool. But yeah, all the way to the very end. And that is the end. And I, yeah, I love that crest Again, that crow crest of uh, very, very end of, um, right? Blackthorn's face. Oh, yeah. Tattoo worthy. (laughs) That needs to be a tattoo as well. Well, man, love this. Love there's some good reviews at the end and the back page. What do you think, man? A plus? Five out of five? Five out of five? Ten out of ten? It left me wanting more, so I think that's always a good sign. Always a good sign. I would say it's a, a 10 out of 10. If anything, 9.8 just because the, the song. song. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see but, in volume two if they do a song again. Interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think it, it was it was really good. It, it definitely built up. And then now it's the end of this is like, you know, it has to come down to set up for what's to come. Yep. Because this isn't the end of it. So No, no. Uh, issue 10 came out uh last wednesday i want to say last wednesday so issue 10 is out and uh they're calling that like uh you know the the sort of the the way that some of the marketing material is saying like the conclusion okay yeah so we'll see if that's what that actually means can't really say but (laughs) i can kind of see that like it not continuing for like 20 30 issues or anything like that there's only so much i guess you can do yeah we'll see but um i like it i don't i wouldn't mind if it kept going yeah me too (laughs) no i want more take us into some it keeps up like this you know yeah the right way absolutely you know like this one didn't even start off slow it immediately went into it killing yeah immediately went in and you're already already like trying to figure out what what is going on yeah. So there wasn't even really any like, there was build up, but build up on top of the build up. Like yeah. it was just progressively got better from a great start. Yeah, I agree. Good storytelling, great pace, beautiful art. It it was intriguing and interesting and brutal. It just kept you interested, kept it going. Not a lot of lulls, like you said. Not filled with. Tons of dialogue. It was well balanced in the area of show you and or tell you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I agree, man. I give it all the A plus, five stars, ten out of ten, et cetera, et cetera. I'm glad you loved it, man. I'm glad it wasn't a, a Halo graphic novel ish stinker. 
I'm glad that my second pick uh, for you was uh, was we, a home we run. Definitely wouldn't be here talking about this if it was like that. <laughs> Correct, because you know me too. I only yeah. like to share the love and that. Uh, yeah. That you no know, point in bashing something constantly. I mean, exactly. <laughs> well, you got to get that, li- that out there. <laughs> exactly. Well, Kevin, plug yourself one last time and say goodbye to the peoples. <laughs> All right. Well, of course, find me on Instagram at Kev's underscore daily carry. And I mean, that's the only place that you can find me. <laughs> nice. I don't have like a Facebook for that or anything. So, yeah, that's fantastic. Come follow me. Thank you so much, Kevin. Like, I hope you had fun with this. Uh, you know, yeah, lots of fun. We'll have to do this again. Maybe when the the next one comes out. Yeah, volume which is two, right around the corner. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll have to maybe peek into that and see how well it, it goes. But thank you yeah. so much, man, for being here. I hope it. I hope uh, it brought you some excitement of reading comics. And you're like, if this is what it could be like, what else is out there? And I'll make sure to. I think we should probably just roll with Nottingham, but I've got a couple of other recommendations you know in my back pocket. Other things, you know. Nice. Right. Good, good. Introduced me. So. Excellent. And I'll put more things in my pockets to carry um, in that community. <laughs> <laughs> you read more comics. But I got some for you, too. Uh, thank you awesome. to Mad Cave Studios. I have some. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll give you some stuff. But, uh, Sweet. Thanks, Kevin. Let's sign off and say goodbye to the peoples. Bye, peoples. Goodbye, peoples. Thank you so much. <laughs> to be continued, as I always say on Sunspots. Yes. But thanks, Kevin. Have a good one, bud. You too. If you're looking for a place where your love is shared the same, for the stories where the hero saves the girl somehow, where look no further, friends, the adventure never ends. Somehow, it's Sunspots Comics now.